Everybody got their hands and arms yeah, inside the I think so. carpet? <laughs> I'm going to do my, my Robin Williams bit from Aladdin. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the emergency exits are here, 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 here. That's a good bit, actually. I enjoyed that. I miss that guy. Ah, oh, he's with us. He's he is with us. us. It's too bad you us. can't watch that documentary without my HBO Go account, can you? Now? Yeah, you're gonna. I told you I would Venmo you five bucks a month for your HBO Go. Oh, so we're shut. recording. You haven't even introduced me I, yet. I re- started recording because okay. we like to have outtakes. <laughs> I gotta tell you, outtakes are necessary for a successful podcast. There's no question about that. You need you need bonus material for your. We for gotta do a sound check. Yeah, you're a bunch of smart yeah. asses. See, I, I, I Y'all like are just a bunch This is of, our sound check. I don't Y'all. want to yell, but I like that better. I can hear a little bit better. These are the let's do this sound checks. Okay. This is it right sound here. Y'all a bunch you're... of smart asses. We gotta do a sound check. Check. Oh. Check. Check. One, two. One, two. Now we got. This is EAHS at football editor. There's a lot of. There's a lot of Alcorn area high school Alcorn. Uh, Alcorn this, is, this is football energy. <laughs> This is new for me. Dial it down. That's what you want. You want it dialed down. I gotcha. Okay. All right. Here we go. special guest for this episode of the let's do this podcast welcome conrad thank you it's, it's great, great to be here it's great to have you yeah. here this is a this is i don't think i'm going to do the introduction justice with this guy i mean what is there to say he's my big brother i'm super <laughs> we've been getting real pumped before we started recording tonight it's been it's been a good day yeah i've been thinking got, about this for a while i'm yeah. happy to be here i'm excited we're excited as Good. well. We've great. got some great questions. So, I mean, when you, when you say to the, when you say to your listeners that you got your big brother on the podcast, what else is there to say? This guy. Well, I think one thing I've observed about the two of you is you are tight. Oh yeah, we're tight. You're not afraid to fuck with each other a little bit. <laughs> <clears throat> really good conversation. You know, give each other a little bit of hack, because you know you love each other. Mm-hmm. How how much old are you? I am about four, a little more than four years older than her, mm-hmm. and uh-huh. I, I don't think there's a lot of people who can talk to you like I talk to you. Like I, that you <laughs> he com- said that earlier to me too. He's he, like he, he's like. Not many people can talk to. Him I think like I talk you can count to. those I think he's people. Pretty right about that. You count those people on one hand who will give it to you. Like, give it to you straight. Yeah, that kind of a thing. Yeah, you know what Margaret's I mean? one of them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very few. Do, do I challenge you a little? Yeah. Huh. 
But but you're, you're comfortable with it. Like you do way. it in your in your way. You know, it doesn't yeah. look like Conrad. It looks like yeah. you. you like know? a big know-it-all brother. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, but you were thinking of like the way he specifically talks to me. Yeah, you guys give each other heck. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we That's do. True. It's playful. Has it always been like that? Yeah, I think so for the most part. I, I, our relationship has grown a lot since um, I moved out of the house. I think you would agree mm-hmm. with that because mm-hmm. yeah. we didn't really have. I don't. Th- I would say where we weren't super close until I moved to went to college and moved out, and then I think that's when we started to, to really, mm-hmm. you know, come come closer. How was it? How was it before that? Well, I think when you're in the same household as young kids, four years is a lot. Yes, it's a big chunk between. You know, I watch my oldest with my youngest, and she's she turned five the summer yeah, that's that my baby comparison. was born, <laughs> yeah. my youngest child was born, and it's they're gonna that's a big world of difference mm-hmm. as, as they grow up. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we kind of just we just coexisted in the yes. house, and yes. I don't I don't really. I mean, our interactions, we didn't fight. No. Because younger, our younger brother and I are thir- only 13 months apart, and we were fighting all the time, but we were also, like, super tight. Where Conrad had, you know, we never were really in school together, so he, he it always seemed like he was in his own, he was in another world than I was. Mm-hmm. And, but I was awfully proud of this guy all the time. You know, what's, what's up? What's up? What's up? Yeah, he's getting. I don't give it. Give he's it. Let, I want to. I want to check in. I don't envy. How you doing? I don't envy her because I blazed an <laughs> incredible path for myself, and she had to follow in my footsteps. That, that's and, an extremely difficult thing for a young girl to experience. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> he, prom, uh, prom, all right, smart ass, prom court, smart, homecoming. Court. I know. I, mean, it was I know, just, smart ass. Okay. How do you feel right now? I, 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 I just—I'm an emotional don't, person. Don't avoid your feelings. Mark uh, wants you to know how you feel in this. Moment. I am. I you're, may, you're getting teary. We talk about Drewski. We're, we're nine minutes in. <laughs> I got a crier. Well, I want to know how you're doing. <laughs> We talk about Jerski energy all the time. That's part yes. and parcel. I'm a Romano. Yeah. All right. She so. gets it. <laughs> Jerski energy is what we refer to. Yeah, we, I, just to give a little. That's our mother's maiden name. There's a, it's very strong. <laughs> it's very palpable. Uh-huh. It's in your face. <laughs> but I just, I'm a very emotional person. My, my father, my grandfather, and the other side opposite, you know. Uh-huh. But I, I just, I can't help it. It just comes out, you know, yeah. when I talk about things. That are passionate to me. I just, you I know, the waterworks. Yeah, the waterworks just start. You know what I mean? I'm very How does passionate that feel? about family. Are you what? comfortable with that? Yeah, absolutely. I am. I think you know. That's beautiful. I, that that's one of the things about a human it's being. It's one of the many things I love about my my dear big brother. But you know, we we I I really admired him. And I was really proud of him. While I also tried growing up, tried to maintain my own autonomy for yeah, my wife. Because did. I did not like being called, oh, you're Conrad's little sister. Oh, look, girl. No, I, I got a name. Yeah. Yeah. I got a name. Do you want to know what it is? Uh-huh. You won't forget it. <laughs> What's that song? I got a name. But I it's fascinating. I mean, we were, we're very different. Yeah. But we're not. I we gotta, also are not. We're very passionate people. Agreed. I got to just... I gotta just, I gotta check in. What? What? Okay, so I'm checking in, and you say I'm a really emotional but person. But she wants to know what's going like, on right now. It's like, how do you feel? Like, what? 
What is the feeling? <laughs> what is the feeling? What is it's the... hard. It's hard to articulate. I just I. You want to try me? Wanna, I value our relationship hang? very, very much. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? You love her. I do. Crazy about her. I do. You I see am. her. No question. Cherish her. Respect her. Yeah, we live two hours apart. We like to see each we other don't a see lot each more other than we enough. in yeah. person. Margaret knows that. Yeah, I we cried that today yeah. about my bro. Yeah. I talked to my bro on the phone. I called my homegirl and I had to cry to yeah. her. Mm-hmm. I, I was just like, I just talked to it my sucks. bro. Yeah. I love that guy. You're far away from you know? them. Yeah. Those brothers. Yeah. Those big brothers. Love yeah. your siblings. Let's give a shout out. Raise totally. the glasses yeah, let's to your make siblings. It. Y'all are connected whether or not you know it. No question. It's true. So you it's might as really well, true. You might as well see them. Yeah. And today has been a day where we've been all together with family before <clears throat> we got to sit at the table tonight. And I, you know, I told my mom, I told our mom last night Patty. i get so pumped for the weekends we have yeah. planned when we know we're oh. gonna be together i just get so fucking pumped you know yeah that's such no good question stuff. and the the some plans had to change today yeah. it's not that the point is that it didn't matter because we were still going to be together, together and we knew and i always know we're going to laugh and we're going to have a yeah. really good time yeah and i i when we started the podcast i my brother was one of the first people i thought of that would be a great guest on the show. Conrad. For a lot of reasons, but we got we got some we got some shit to talk about tonight. We got some good stuff. I am so excited. Me I too. am so excited. Yeah. yeah, I've been thinking about this for a long time. And yeah. cool. Thinking cool. about it a lot since you sent me the, the you know sort of the outline for tonight. So that outline, you really you really nailed that outline. I like to nail an outline. <laughs> I really do. It's about planning. Well, <laughs> she it was that it was that earth tone fo- uh, font with the title mm. in bold. Mm. It reminded me a little bit of an Austin, Texas, you know, the the horns, the 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 longhorn. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the longhorn like the, color. The sure. Burnt orange is it? But called. but yeah. Margaret also thought it was very henna. Mm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> henna. Exactly. <laughs> I remember when you earth know, beat uh, earthy. Yeah. You remember when what? Wasn't um, Penelope into henna for a while? She really, she was really like did like the it. henna. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. we're she gonna bond to. over henna, that yeah. girl and I. Yeah, we've got we've got some henna ahead of us. Mm-hmm. Your daughter and I. I can see it. Uh-huh. I see it. Yeah, <laughs> you you. And... We might even just really go deep with it. <laughs> <laughs> All in. <laughs> Great. Okay. So, Big Bro is here, and. I just didn't. I just didn't have any which way to do the introduction because it's just it. Like you said, it's hard wow. to sum up what us. You know, if you're tight with your siblings, it's hard to sum that up mm-hmm. in some introduction words. But the point is, is that um, what does Conrad teach you about life, Andrea? That's a really great question. That's a really great question. What does Conrad teach you about yourself? I'm, you know, you know, I mean that though. Yeah, I'm being a little funny, but you know, he, I think he teaches me and encourages me to stand strong in my convictions. That I, let's raise our glasses. That's a good one. Well done, Conrad. That they are, that they're valid. That they, they're sound. They, um, he's always a really. He's a good listener when I really want to talk about something. You really have your convictions, too. Yeah, You're but so a, does he. That's yeah. why we have these great conversations. And they get really intense. They're not always easy for other people to mm-hmm. be around. Or listen to. Or listen to. Yeah. 
But we try to reassure other people, like, this is, like, this is just what we do. Yeah. And it's okay. Safe space. We will never not love each other after a conversation that we have about anything. You know? Hug, kiss before we go to bed. Respect. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean we don't get animated towards each other even. Voices come up. Yeah. I I am loud. Yeah. Let's just prepare the listeners. Because we may talk about some topics tonight that I'm very passionate about. Mm-hmm. I'm going to raise my voice a little bit. That's okay. So we're comfortable with that. I'm a Romano. But I am also extremely passionate. I think not. Not. I'm. I have convictions as well and things I believe in. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, just from. I feel like it comes from a, a genuine place and also a lot of experience too. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Yeah. Life experience. You know. But I, I, when you say that, I have changed some of my world views as I've gotten older and as I've, I've gotten farther along in my professional career, you know, I've mm-hmm. evolved in certain ways. Mm-hmm. It's all about evolution, baby. You know, that kind of a thing. Yeah. So. Oh, he just did a Pearl Jam. Oh, he oh. just dropped a little nugget. Of I Pearl know Jam he did. Right there. I He's know. Do I heard that. And we're going to get to why he does that. <laughs> but I, what I, Conrad also lights up when he sees other people being passionate about what awesome you know i think i think you know it's one thing to it is one thing to be passionate yourself about your stuff but it's another thing when you really give when you really hold that space for other people too like yeah i see that's like super that's your thing you know yeah yeah oh raise the glasses i I get i get pumped and i just wanted to expound on that a little bit i i would say that um you know, as she, as she in her, my sister in particular, as she's gotten passionate about certain things, it, it, it uh, inspires me to learn more about those things. You know, so I can yeah. understand why awesome. she's so passionate about something like can that. We, you know like, what I mean? A few examples. Well, might like be... her, her music, she's into a lot of different music than I am. Madonna. Okay. I've done a lot of Madonna research because of my sister. Because yeah. it, it was, it's not, it probably still isn't my thing. I, mean, I, I like. Yeah, but I like you Madonna. Wanna, you want to understand your sister right, more. Right. What, what is it about Madonna? Right. Why are you right? I'll okay. give you another example. But oh, then when he, but I'll, I'll but give you I another example. You start, I mean, Madonna oh. is very political. Madonna yeah. has been actually She's been much political. more of a political influence in my life than a musical influence. Yeah. And I would very much say that with. Huh. I, I, with, I'm I know, you something. showed up with those gloves a couple of months ago with the, <laughs> with the with the bibs with the one down. She's multi. You Is know, that a people have. Statement? I mean, people have their people have strong opinions about someone like Madonna because sure. Madonna says and does a lot of shit that's she, in your face. But but you have to understand when you're a young person in the '90s. Let's right. This is our that was the era. Speaking of children in the '90s, we are all children of the '90s sitting here. Yeah, Madonna was doing things that just were not done yet. Uh-huh. And she was making a lot of political statements creatively. Yeah. And I I was more uh, just um, intrigued and curious mm-hmm. about that <laughs> than her. Her music's good. Her music gets you pumped, but... Mm-hmm. Her, you go to one of her live shows and they're very political. Mm. And she gets very in your face about how you have to use your own voice. You mm. have to stand up. To you, 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 oppression. You, you need to understand your own power as a voter, as mm-hmm. a citizen. I mean, she does everything. She plugs into her live shows are political. She, the girl, the the woman doesn't just do things mm-hmm. <laughs> without a lot of forethought. 
you know, whether you mm. like her or not. So, and anyway. to go back to your original question, yeah. the other, I think, a huge influence she's had on me. Example is parenting. You know, I was yeah. a par- I was a parent before her. Yeah, and I sort of accepted, you know, parent norm. You know, our society's sure. views of parenting sure. and the norms as just. Yes, is just this is the way you do certain sure. things, and she started you didn't after question a lot. right, and and mm. so her her your daughter um, came a couple years after my son, so for the first couple years of my son's life, I, I just kind of we kind of went three years, we, later, yeah, we kind of yeah. went, mm-hmm. we kind of went, you know, the normal. Okay, this is what society, not always, but this is what society says is what's good for your, your sure. kid. This is what we see represented. Yeah, it's yeah. the representation. Yeah, thing. Sure. and yeah. Then, then she has a daughter, and she starts doing and. I, I don't know if it's research or just instincts or probably a combination of both, but she showed me that you you, you shouldn't just necessarily accept mm-hmm. th- that you need to raise your kids this way mm-hmm. because society says so. Mm-hmm. You know, some of that is good, some of it's not good. But it she made me evolve as a parent, you know, much more than I ever would have. Wow, you know, brother, that is a yeah, that is wow. it's true. Never said this before. It's true. Oh my goodness, that's quite a compliment. Yeah, yeah wow. it's true. I, I was kind of, you know, my son was born. Of course, I was happy. I'm a loving parent, but I and you are. I didn't a great put a lot. Of, I didn't put. A, yeah, I, but you, I didn't put a ton you of you thought into. Okay, you know, parents. is this good for my son? Is this not good? Is you this didn't good for my son? Question a lot. Yeah, yeah. I didn't question a ton of stuff, and then, you know, when she started coming along, she came from a very different place, and living up here, I think, has influenced your, you know, your views and things. Yeah. Oh yeah, the you community know. is. Is I mean, definitely I, been an influence. For I me. live in a mm-hmm. progressive state, but not in that way necessarily. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas things are thought of a little bit differently up here, and I appreciated that, and it it opened up my eyes to certain things. You know, that kind of mm-hmm. a thing. That's so. lovely. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah. lovely. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. beautiful. Yep. lots of respect in that, and yeah. the willingness to to let yourself, uh, you know, have different different viewpoints mm-hmm. not getting stuck on something and like having a conviction and not yeah. being flexible in your yeah. thinking to be like well is this really how i feel yeah. or does it yeah. feel better to think about it yeah i i think it's a great thing when anyone gets us to think about why we're doing what we're doing yeah no matter what yeah no matter what you come out on the other side of that sure. it's always great to kind of just examine right like yeah. why do i want to go along with whatever it is why why do i think this is the the only choice i have Right. Right. Yeah. I, I just, I think people sometimes see me personally, or the feedback I get from certain people is that, and I'll give you an example, like music. I don't like a lot of music. Uh-huh. I, I have certain types or certain bands uh-huh. or whatever. That doesn't mean I don't listen to a lot. I, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm an open-minded person, but I also have very strong opinions. There's a difference. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't feel like I'm closed-minded, mm-hmm. but Dave, I'm sorry, Dave Matthews Band sucks. <laughs> oh. I've listened to a lot of it. <laughs> he really dropped it. He really dropped that one. I'm, I'm going to just, I'm just going to see you through this. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I see you, and I love you. And it's anyway. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Satellite. <laughs> That's good. In That's my good. That's good. That's good. I like... I like it a little. Just I, I'll take a little sprinkle of Dave. Oh Once yeah, while, you were a DMB. Margaret, I'm trying to think of another DMB? example. Yeah. Well, I mean, I live 20 minutes from Alpine Valley. I know. What else were you gonna do? I know. Summer, and apparently, summer is sophomore year. Yeah. Where else are you gonna get your? Well, they were just there a couple weeks ago. I know. That's and a- I learned that if you are 
a huge Dave Matthews fan, you need to see them in Alpine Valley. I just learned this. Is that a thing? Is that Oh, accurate? is that like his venue? I guess like nationwide, that's a known thing. Like DMB at, at Alpine. You need to see them at Alpine Valley. That's like Red Rocks. <laughs> Gone Midwestern. <laughs> yeah. This is good. This is good info. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Our brother. He's over it. Our, He's like, are we still fucking talking about no, DMV? No, no, You brought it up. Okay. No. Are, are you fucking kidding I me? I appreciate the passion for that band. Yes. I, I'm not a huge. You can appreciate it. Okay, we gotta tie this in. Tie yeah. it in. You uh, were, you, what I'm hearing you say, Conrad, is that <laughs> you really are someone with some strong viewpoints. Yes. Some big convictions. You know what you, you know who you are. You know yep. what you like, and you're not too influential. Influential. Influenced. Influenced. But recently. Influential. Recently. <laughs> we're gonna make up that word. We're gonna figure that one out. <laughs> Recently, I got myself in trouble because I expressed those views, probably in not the a nicest way. A little too aggressively? Way. Yes. Oh, okay. So, while I appreciate to the en- enthusiasm for the band, it's just not okay. my thing. Okay. Same okay. thing with, with country. I've heard a lot of country. Okay. Okay. You know, Respect. We don't have to get totally... Okay. We could dive into this if you want. But, no. We're but gonna, just do you. But, but for me... Just do you. For we gotta me, move on. <laughs> We can move on. We gotta move on. I get the point. I get your point. Okay. Do you? The point is you can acknowledge it and understand it and still say, nah, not for me. Not for me. Yeah, I know people like you. Love you guys. You know who you are. And, (laughs) you know, tone and choice of words are... Well, definitely make mm, a difference. Now we're talking about vibration. (laughs) Exactly. Uh huh. And that shit's real. It is real. Either you, either you're gonna get on the train or you're not. <laughs> yeah. A good point. What's gonna serve you? Mm-hmm. Give it a shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good plug. <laughs> vibrations. <laughs> Should we get into these questions? Who I, I mean, we're, we're 25 minutes in. We did a 25 minute <laughs> intro. It really kind of went. We're gonna and, have to edit some of that. Out, no, we, uh, okay. we will not be over editing in okay. this space. Okay. There's nothing to, to edit. Okay. What was, yeah, that was all solid. That was good Good. Combo. Good. <laughs> I'm glad you guys are happy so far. If you're tuning in, you're tuning in to just I hear a great conversation. I told you you made the cut when you did like the... I appreciate it. Yeah, get it real close. <laughs> yeah, that was a good... We got real pumped before we started yeah. this. Okay. Yeah. So, my my brother here is a police officer. We We don't need to disclose the... In a big city. The, yeah. I, kind of. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And so we had... Not, not a... Not like... A metropolis. Not even, yeah, not Milwaukee, Chicago, Los Angeles, New York. I mean, there's North a decent... Chicago, yeah, you know, North Chicago. North of Chicago. Area. In Illinois, we'll mm-hmm. say. How that, how that sounds. That sounds great. So yeah. we... As... As a... As we thought about Conrad sitting down with us for the first time... We wanted to do some focusing in on that. And first and foremost, what is your what is your why on choosing to become a police officer? Because that's not just to me from my perspective. Again, I I we have an uncle who's a police officer. He's now chief of police okay. in the area that he lives in. Uh I those are the only two police officers I know personally, but But you grew up with an uncle who's a police yes, officer. Yes, we did. Well, but I wanted to say I I could be making 
I could be just making a generalization. I don't think it's just that easy to just say, hey. Oh, it's like any, I mean, it's any. Like I'm going to, I want to be a police officer yeah. and, big, and just as like, just on a whim step into that. That's but not I a could job. be. That's a life. That, let's let's make that really clear right now. This is a vocation. Mm-hmm. This is a big fucking deal. This is a huge act of selflessness. This is a huge act of service. This is not this just is... a job. Mm-hmm. And Conrad, I commend you big time for for caring so much that you you're like, okay, now it's my time. Now it's mm-hmm. my, my I'm gonna, it's my part. What can I do to help? And that's huge. Well, and before you, first of all, I appreciate that. Um, it's unnecessary, as I tell what? a lot of people. What? You know, when what? when I get what? that stuff makes me uncomfortable um, okay. because I don't do what I do for that. You know, for the praise or the recognition. Oh, I you know, I know and you I, don't. And but, I, I appreciate but it is, that. I, yeah, well, it is we important. can't wait to hear why you do what you do. Then, yeah. So what? What? It's a great question. What is your why to be to choosing <clears throat> to become to to become a police officer? Well. You know, you mentioned our uncle. I mean, in terms mm-hmm. of uh, my you, you know, my younger experience mm-hmm. and stuff, he, he he's by far the single person who at least opened up the door or made it a possibility. It wasn't something that I you thought of. We were very close it, to growing yeah, up. Mm-hmm. It wasn't something that I was a kid. I knew I wanted to do. He, mm-hmm. he I saw him as a role model. I think uh, there, there's no question about that. Um, when I graduated college, I thought I was going to, you know, go into to some sort of business, whether it was marketing or Your sales. Your was um, in, well, in technically economics. That economics mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, who? What do you do with that? That's mm-hmm. more like you know, theory, study of theory, a little bit. But okay. you know, I, I always, okay. I was kind of saw myself as maybe in some, some type of sales, whatever, whatever that would be, or you know, who knows? When you see, mm-hmm. when you have like that, you had that great enterprise job for a little bit. Yeah, and, and that. so that, that gets that goes. <laughs> unfortunately, enterprise rent a car goes a, a long way towards the why. Now, sure. well, okay. earlier I mentioned, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm much, I'm much less of a thinker, you know, a deep thinker. Um, really, you think so? Uh, yeah, back in those <laughs> days, especially. Okay. So. When I was working for Enterprise Rent-A-Car, if you've ever heard of them, um, <laughs> it was an okay company. But here, here's the problem, at least for, for my personality. Um, I, I was okay at sales. I was okay at the job. But I, I couldn't deal with uh, the customer and the account and my boss constantly shitting on, on top of my head. You know, that kind of a mm. thing. Like, it was a, it was a constant pressure to... You know, you need to do more here. You need to do more there, or the you know the dealership or the body shop wasn't happy. You know, it was like the so customer what? wasn't happy, the boss wasn't happy, mm-hmm. and the account wasn't happy. Mm-hmm. And as the manager of the branch or the assistant manager, which is where I worked my way up to be, mm-hmm. you were the point person constantly, day after day after day, getting shit on. Now, mm-hmm. I'm a pretty fairly strong-willed person, and I I, I just I I can't necessarily bite my tongue day after day after day. I yeah. I was a miserable person. I, worked, I remember that time. I worked there almost three years. Yeah, it was, wow. it was and a I, hard I just one. I was not a happy yeah. person. Yeah. Yeah. I remember and that. I decided to take my life, you know, because of seeing my uncle and how successful he has been in his career. And I, I always knew I, I always had a it was more of a, a a sense or an instinct that law enforcement would suit me, suit my personality. I decided to so you know, wait, wait one second. What, what about your personality? 
I, question? It's, it, it's a good question. Because I, I've thought this about is it. a good question because there are theories yes. and studies out there that yes. say oh. that law enforcement attracts a certain type of personality uh, or uh-huh. uh, an Enneagram number. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, there's, nice. there's backlashes now on, you know, no one really has a personality. That oh. theory is out there as well. We yeah. okay. start to really believe a lot of labels earlier in childhood and then we see it through okay. yeah. later in life. Yeah. So, Psychology 101, oh, all right? God, you love it. I love it. So, yeah. so uh, it's a great question. So, yeah. and I thought about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Not only preparing for this, but I thought about this for a long time. Mm-hmm. Even like more what, so. Like asking yourself, what is it about me? Who yeah. am I? Why am I yeah. attracted to this? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I, mm-hmm. I'm not somebody who's on a power trip. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. I feel like I'm somebody who ha- who can exercise good judgment, good discretion, right? But I don't allow people to push me around. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like on the job or whatever in life, you treat people how you want to be treated. If they decide to make the decision not to treat me nicely, that's their that's on them. That's their decision. Yeah. And I am able to act accordingly. You have you options. Know? Yes. Choices. I can be a dick. I am not a dick. Uh-huh. Inherently. But, you, but you, you're not a... But I can flip that switch if, 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 comfort, needed. if needed. It doesn't if, bother me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I uh-huh. when I walk up to the window in a traffic stop, I'm a nice guy. Is that energy, you know? brother? Yeah, I, I think so. Okay. Energy. Probably. Okay. Yeah, we've seen... We've witnessed a lot of adults in our lives really know how to flip, flip that the switch in okay. a sitch. <laughs> you know? I do. Where everything's going great, and then yeah, <laughs> something's going... Don't piss them off. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I'm that type of person though. Either, no, right? but if you, but if, if, but you feel like sometimes there are appropriate situations where maybe that is in your that that it's you're comfortable. Sometimes you have to your, do that asserting to asserting yourself. Yeah, you, sometimes you have to do that to survive. I mean, if yeah. you allow people to in any walk of life to walk all over you, yeah. that's what's going to happen. You're you know allowing I mean? them to and do that yeah. in that sales that 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 um, that. Uh, not not professional. What, what word am I in in the in the corporate world? Yep. It just it, it just it didn't jive with me. It didn't really. It just wasn't going. There's a well. lot of corporate politics. Yes, to deal and with I'm not this. I'm not a politics. Another thing, I'm not a politics player. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. generally, you know, it's okay if you don't like me. You know, if I mm-hmm. rub you the wrong way. I have a lot of coworkers. I think that it, we we it, we. It's not we're not friends. Yeah. We work alongside together, sure. right? And, and we we coexist, but we don't have to like each other yeah. to do the job. You know that kind of a thing. But um, I, I was first in corrections, okay. Which is a very is, different. It's thing. a huge step for if you're talking about being a, a police officer. I mean, I, I've been in law enforcement for about 16 years, right? But I've been a police officer for 13, and if I could send or make every police officer work in a jail. Mm-hmm. Before they become a police officer, that's where I feel like I grew a ton as a person who learns to deal with different types of people, awesome. different types of personalities. Yeah. Because there's four walls, I'm going to be there for eight hours. Yep. They're going to be there for eight hours. Yeah. You learn a certain patience to that, right? And yeah. you learn a lot of skills, not about them, but about you and how you, you handle react things. and how exactly. you how what, wow, what's really powerful. Exactly. So can I give a little powerful. fun tidbit? So. Conrad and I have both worked at the same correctional facility in Elkhorn. You were telling me this. And I had the job through that, what is the high school program called, oh, the, brother, the, where the you vo- get to leave for... The vocational. Vocational. Right. The kind of a thing. 
senior yeah. year. You leave I was for half really a trying day. to go after something else with a friend, and my mom and our our mom said, "No, no, 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 you're gonna go do this." And so, and it Patty, just, Patty was like, "You're going to the correctional institute." Yeah, you're gonna do this one instead. And the teacher at the you time, you know why she believed in you. She did, and she the teacher at the time, the teacher at the time, fully concurred and said, "I agree. I think she's gonna be a great fit at the at the place." Oh, yeah. Now, I was on. I wasn't okay. an adult yet, so yeah. I had to. Can I? Yeah. High five. Claim some ignorance. Oh, no, okay. just some ignorance. I I don't really remember this for some reason. Yeah, well, it's okay. Well, you would have right? been in college. Right. I was in you college. I was doing my own jam. thing. So. A lot of pearl jam. So I want to okay. hear that because I, I don't remember. I just had about a little this. a yeah. little bit of an a, like yeah. a little bit of a whoa. This is I want to kind of bring this our experiences together yeah. at this place because yeah. I was in the administration side. Obviously, as not an eighteen year old yet, I couldn't. I, I can't have inmates. interactions with inmates no, or, or anything like that. Definitely not. No. So I was in the admin side, and I had to do commissary stuff all the time. Mm. So what commissary? commissary mm. is the items inmates receive to brush their teeth, write letters. <gasps> you had to put... I was the person for a while that was putting the items together in baggies. I had to separate all of the items out. I had to think... Good job. And I was doing it in a small storage closet like yeah. I would that was part of my I, I was doing yeah. filing and other things but a big part of the the thing was commissary and I remember you're alone in this building storage closet putting commissary items together and I remember thinking a lot about what it must feel like as a person being jailed right mm -hmm. to now be so limited to resources mm -hmm. and so here's your little thing of toothpaste mm. here's a little pencil mm. a short pencil a little pad of paper you know a couple other things in there in there and i'm thinking i remember it really sparking a lot of compassion actually mm -hmm. like how did they get here you know, what happened mm -hmm. where a correctional officer is seeing this from a completely mm -hmm. different perspective. So I don't know. I just think it's interesting. This is where this is why when we when Margaret and I come here again and again, we talk about mm -hmm. how important it is to hear mm -hmm. these. It's almost like like how things play out in a movie when the whole movie is about seeing all these stories from all these different oh, perspectives that come connect that I don't like those movies the genre well, movies where it's all the different scenes all the different yeah, yeah but like you know but like I know the movie mean. crash right yeah. is yeah. a good is a good it's example, a good example. I mean, I yeah. very good example yeah. anyway it just I remember it really resonating and really wanting to understand That's and know awesome. more about these people's experiences that they're How now powerful. that they're now just getting this small plastic bag of things that they have to make the most out of yeah you know yeah but a correctional officer is seeing something entirely different. And so, yeah, I don't know. I just... I, I, I mean, I tried to have as much compassion as mm -hmm. I could. I, I feel like I, I didn't just treat people like animals. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And and to be honest with you, I mean, I people who I went to high school with... Came through got, there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there were wow. a couple of people, even my age, who that came through knew. there. Peers. Yeah. Peers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. People you grew up with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. People from the community. So... That, 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 that was a whole nother dynamic that I don't have to deal with in my where, where I'm at now sure. where I'm not, I'm not I, I actually in those days years ago I applied to be a police officer in Elkhorn and that tells you a lot about our uncle's integrity I think is I got to a certain point in the process but I didn't make the final list mm -hmm. I failed like I didn't fail but I didn't make it past the second interview my mm -hmm. uncle was in the room 
you know, people who knew me very well were in that room. And, I remember you know, that. he mm-hmm. was a little bit afraid of how it may look, right? If he mm-hmm. hired me, mm-hmm. I think there, that, that was a, that a went a long way. What a tough decision that must yeah. have been for him. I, I, a tough spot. You know, yeah. It, is it fair to put him in that position? Looking back, may, maybe not. But, yeah. he, but he also didn't show me... He, in fact, I think he probably... It's the opposite of favoritism. Yeah. You know, looking he back on that process, he, he held me to a higher standard, right? But yeah, at the end of the day, what I wanna what I wanna police in the town that I grew up in, the answer after doing this for a long time is absolutely Mm-mm. not. Mm-mm. I would not. Mm-hmm. I don't wanna live where I work. Mm-hmm. And I, w- I wouldn't want to put, be a police officer where I grew up because it'd mm-hmm. be, bar- be almost like doing the same thing. But do you, you know? also think that, do you also see the value in policing where you live? Because you can have in, an understanding of a community yes, in some in, ways. In in urban areas and in, in stuff, I absolutely see the value to that. Okay. No question. No question. Mm-hmm. Now, where I work, that's not as anywhere near as much right. of an issue. Right. It's a very affluent community. They don't care if the police live. Mm-hmm. It, it, Neither here nor there. Yeah, it's, that's because it's an important difference. Yes, you know? there's no I mean, question, and that's and, why and there's to, and that, to understand the history behind that too. Correct, mm-hmm. and that's why there's requirements for Chicago police officers to live in Chicago. They have to. Oh, I, mean, I didn't know that. Yeah, so they them, have to live in the district that they are. No, they work just no. the city limits. They need to live in okay. the Chicago and, city limits. Well, those and like be anything segregated. else, yeah, you know, like yeah, anything else, that's, that's, that's broad. pretty broad. That's big. You could live in a really <laughs> well. Different neighborhood and and I don't socioeconomic. Wanna, I don't want to be. A, I don't want to represent myself as somebody who's an expert on the Chicago police. I know a few of them. I know one very well, and they kind of, as anything else in our society, mm-hmm. they kind of congregate towards one area of the city. Right? They all kind of mm-hmm. live. The the ones who and, and and there are some I've heard. I don't know anybody, but you hear stories about you know maintaining. It's like any, like parents who maintain residence for to send their kids to school somewhere sure some of these officers say they live one place when they actually live outside of the city you know scamming the system that kind of thing now again i have no direct evidence of that but you know like anything else but here's imagine that but but living in the community you police in a city like chicago Mm -hmm. is important Mm -hmm. i mean at least being you know whether you all kind of live on the northwest side of the city. You still live in the city. You still have a good sense of okay. what's going on. But I, yeah, I mean, for certain officers, I think it's definitely important. So, know? is your why about is your I, well is your why mainly because you just thought your personality would no suit, no no suit, I, or, or I, I, civil I mean I mean service to a community mm-hmm. was a big thing. Um, I, I went to college in the same town that I police in. Mm-hmm. I felt. I was working at the jail, and and I luckily stumbled upon, uh, believe it or not, this tells you how old I am, (laughs) a a newspaper advertisement saying, this police department is looking for officers. Cool. So I was like, well, if I'm going to move to to Illinois, that's the one place I would work. Right, because you went to college. Right. I spent four years there. The community treated me incredibly. I had had, had fond memories of the place, obviously. You wanted to give back to the community that gave to you. That was a big thing for me. Yeah. So between my uncle and my experience, I mean, as a correctional officer, um, and going back to the why, you know, um, 
when there was an Alpine Valley concert going on, <laughs> oh yeah, they used to take me and put me in intake where they would be bringing people in, right? Yeah. We call it intake. That's where you, when you first come to jail and you have to go to you you know, court to or go whatever, the, mm-hmm. you got to be booked in. There's a bunch of steps to it. And believe it or not, not a lot of people are good at it or they can handle it, right? Uh-huh. And, and in one shift, we'd get 15, 10, 15, so 20 people. Right. So there's okay. a lot of work. It's, it's very dynamic. It's chaotic. And I was one of the people very quickly trusted with, wow. you know, being okay. put in there and yeah, booking all the, and keep putting, booking these people in and keeping everything organized. You know what I mean? So I was entrusted with some responsibility very early on. And a lot of guys that I work with, and obviously I used to see cops all the time, mm-hmm. I have people tell me, yeah, you know, if you decided to do that, you'd probably be pretty good at it. So I, okay. I got encouragement from others. Yeah. You know? Awesome. People saw you, yeah. believed in you. Yeah. So when my department... I only applied to one department in Illinois and ended up getting the job. Mm-hmm. I, I was lucky. I was yeah. very fortunate. I'm, I'm lucky. I tell people it's, you know, where you're at is usually a combination of luck and skill. You, you know what I mean? I, I'm and not privilege. I'm not stupid, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm also lucky, too. I, I absolutely mm-hmm. recognize mm-hmm. that. Privilege, right. Yep. So um, I was not number one on my list. I was further down the list, and I ended up getting hired, uh, you know, Okay. Just before the list expired, so I, I'm, yeah. I'm lucky, but I also I think I took advantage of opportunities too, and I am fortunate, no question about it. And did you? I guess as a going into it initially, did you? What's the what's the word again? The vocation. Vocation. Did you feel strongly? I want to go in this to to make a difference. Do I want to go? Am I doing like because? I mean, do you really want to go get because into stepping the into uh, stepping into that role requires understanding the increase of putting your life in danger. Yeah. Uh, yes. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't um, the fourth. suffering from traumatic experiences. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think you can really go into it very naively. Uh, I definitely did. Okay. Yeah, I was very naive. Okay. I mean, I, I, Did you just think like because oh, you know we grew up in a that. you you we saw we we knew shit was going down in a small community that we all the three of us grew up in together, but it was still predominantly white. So a lot of this, you know, not that there isn't domestic issues or drug abuse or anything. There there is very much that going on. Um, I think that yeah. when you live in a predominantly white community, you're still you still have only your perception can only go so far of what is going on in other communities. Mm-hmm. You know, what is causing suffering and oppression. disconnect and oppression. Sure. And so. Yes. Are you, if your question you, is. Was your intention to just really be like, I just want to serve people and be a safe, the, the safekeeper, the, the, it, I mean. Yes. I did not going into it. I did not put a lot, a ton of thought into okay. You know, have you just revisited this is that? The, over these the are years? my these are my career goals. It was just about yeah. okay, it, it, career you know, oriented. Let's let's keep it real. Oldest like, kid, firstborn, <laughs> career oriented. Let's really stay focused. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these hey. firstborns, right? Yeah, hey. yeah, yeah. Hey. they let's, are focused. Let's be honest. It, it was what's gonna automatically a pay increase, mm-hmm. I mean, a, a pretty significant one. So to say that money had nothing to do with it, w- yeah, would we don't need to deny that. We don't need to deny that, right? Yeah, but yeah. I money was, is important. Of course, yeah. I was. I yeah. like money. Not only was I naive going into the job, but I was like I think most officers, I was very naive to 
after after even going going through the police academy mm-hmm. for 13 12 13 weeks whatever it was coming out and still thinking okay this is what the job is going to be and then getting on the job and starting to learn it was a very very eye-opening experience because mm-hmm. people come up to me all the time and say oh nothing happens in the town that you work in well wow. no you'd be surprised yeah i mean you you don't share a you'd lot but you have shared yeah. A little bit before, yeah. and it's even been a little hard for me to really kind of... I, yeah. There's been times where I've asked you to just... Okay. Because yeah. yeah. watching humans really have some of the worst days of their lives is not an easy thing to mm. not only, like, try to keep them safe throughout that, but, like, observe your... as your, I mean, you can't just go home and pretend like you didn't see that. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, it just doesn't work like that. Well, You're, you, you all are... Men, women, people of all identities that serve as police officers, you're human beings yourselves each and every day. Well, and uh, I just, this week, we had a, we had a suicide. Mm-hmm. I was at a woman's house mm-hmm. on Wednesday afternoon interviewing her about her husband's death. Wow. I mean, it's something that you just accept and you, you kind of compartmentalize and you get used to. But when, you know, I was sitting across from her and talking to her and I, you know, I got emotional. Mm-hmm. What's yeah. interesting about my experience and my, one of the most interesting things about my experience on the job in my career for me is how I'm able to compartmentalize things okay. at work. I was crying or shedding tears within a couple of seconds of this podcast starting, mm-hmm. but I sat across the table from her for 45 minutes to an hour together. and it, it did, didn't necessarily affect me. I was able to say, you know, Hey. On behalf of my department here, I, I want to give you my deepest condolences, right? So maybe right? with the yeah. support you have in your life and the family, you know, our family's tight. Our family is supportive, which helps. Do you feel like you have other outlets to release There's that? no question. Okay, because I mean, that's important, don't you think? Oh, yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. I... You have to have that release somehow. I work with guys whose wives are not supportive. So mm. I'd be remiss. Well, but because no, I, I, but what about the, I, I mean, there's not say, just guys that are policing. I'm just here, so. uh, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But spouses, Spouse, I do I do work partners. with females. Well, yeah. yeah, where where it's like they come home and they want to talk with their partner, their loved one. Well, no, sometimes you don't want to talk. Sometimes oh. you prefer not to talk about it. You know what uh-huh. I mean? But my wife, she deserves. Yeah. Just as much credit as I do for the support that I get at home. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll give you an example. When I worked on a midnight shift, it was the weekend. The kids were younger. They'd make a lot of noise. She'd take them out of the house would, and do things while I was sleeping. Yeah. So yeah. my wife, I'm yeah. lucky again because my wife is so supportive of me and my career. She allows me to be awesome. better at my She's job. She's extremely That's proud of no you. No question. That's extremely proud of you. That's beautiful. Yeah. So That's I, beautiful. She, I remember that. There's a lot of guys who are mm-hmm. not as lucky as I, or as fortunate as I am, to have. Yeah. There's a almost partner. this resentment of like sometimes. Having, yeah. You know, That's it's beautiful. like you know, some yeah. guys will work those overnight hours, and then they'll, they'll come home, and and, and their wives will say, and, and, and it's okay for their. I'm sorry, their spouse to feel like, hey, I've been with the kids all day, can or all night. You know, I had to be up all night because yeah. the kids weren't sleeping. Right. And mm-hmm. my wife never at once. She was always like, no, you need your rest. Go to bed. Mm-hmm. Go to sleep. That we'll, is a tough one. That is tough. That's a really tough one. Yeah. And my that conversation is very close to home for me. Yeah. Just about. Uh, supporting each other yeah. and hey, mm-hmm. I know you had a long day. Uh, let's let's just both try our best. To let's be really figure nice this out. Each other mm-hmm. right now. I know we're both tired. No comparison. Yeah, up all night with the kids. It's up just all as, night. Yeah, or uh, hanging as, out with them as, all day. As, right. As, you know. Out. I mean, it, that's a tough one. Where you're like, 
who who's more tired? Who deserves the break more? Yeah, who who's going to be the vic- the ultimate victim in this situation more, right now? Who sure. needs to be supporting? Who? Sure. Who you know? Who's and. and we that's, just, that's all about growing up right there. Oh, that's a lot of growing up. That's a lot mm-hmm. of growing up. We're not kids anymore when you're in that when you're in that zone. No yeah. pressure. Yeah. yeah, that's real and grown up. My brother's up shit. partner spouse is she is she's extremely proud of her husband and and, uh, and does want to definitely is always from what from my perception does want to do what she can to just protect his his health and his rest and that's important that's awesome are we still um, on the why yeah you know we are gotta get to it's okay gotta it's okay get, we're getting well I think, so pre- I think let's I, we'll dive in here I, you know i've answered is i've, I've gotten my thoughts out you know in yeah. terms of well it's not a simple straight I, no. it's not always a simple no. straightforward answer as to why you decide you're with them. andrea and Margaret. <laughs> yeah I mean, there's a lot of talking <laughs> This is a podcast. We unpack a lot of layers, and you got headphones on, all right? You know, so we're gonna ask you. We, the same we were getting question. at one point in the gestation. <laughs> I don't always say that word. Gestation. 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 We call it. That's what we're calling. That's what we've referred to as our as our period of time that we've been working working on, on this podcast before the big launch. Yeah, I can't wait. Part of it has been. Just us releasing. You, let's. We're not going to get caught up on how long the episodes are. You got to. Yeah. This is a come and sit, come and sit down. Yeah. Kind of podcast. Yeah. Long drive. Are you gardening? Are you mowing the lawn? Are you doing the laundry? Are you, you on a pause. long drive? Are you going to put us on pause and get us yeah. later? Sure. Come back. It's okay. Sure. We're not going to be offended. <laughs> so we'll dive in here though. Oh, let's do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Should we pour some more wine? Conrad really likes when if I do this this hand gesture oh. when I do the gripping and pulling it in. You, I can't wait to get you on the YouTube and people can see how animated. You Eventually, are. the podcast will be recorded for the YouTube. Oh, <laughs> well, eventually you'll record it live and we'll have a live stream yeah, coming I'm, in. I'm happy to. have That'll a be live about show. my 14th appearance on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna you get there. I mean? We're gonna get there. Yeah, we're gonna go on tour. Yeah, that I mean. <laughs> <laughs> So that was good. That was good. <laughs> one more time. One more, one more time. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> That's such drushki energy. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. I know what I mean. <laughs> you gotta slur that up. Yeah. <laughs> you don't pronounce any of the consonants. Is Margaret gonna make her attempt? She- uh, yeah. <laughs> nice. That was a decent attempt. So solid. Okay. Uh, now we're gonna dive in. We're gonna dive. Yeah, let's we're dive gonna in. dive in. Let's dive in. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do it. So, from your perception currently, what Deep is breath. what is really challenge? What is what is currently most challenging for law enforcement? I, I, you can I've, break this down nationally. You can break it down regionally. If you got to do a three what, bullet, bullet point. What What is really... Because I... Let's do this before we get to what's going well. Okay. Yeah, okay. that sounds yeah. good. Okay. Yeah. Let's go neg first. Yeah. That's good. We're it doesn't good. even have okay. to be negative. No, 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 it's no. just... It is what it is. What's the challenge? What? Well, here it is. Reframe. Cont- contrast is, is, is a really good thing. Yeah. It's so important. I have thought about this. I, I don't just... I just didn't think about that question in pre- preparation for this. I think about this a lot because mm-hmm. I, I try to reflect on 
not only what I do, but my what my profession does or what my department on more of a micro level. But mm-hmm. in terms of my profession, I think macro. there's 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 two main issues. Number one is communi- communication, communication to the public, mm. right? Like, ah. like it, we. 99.999% of the time, we do the right thing. Mm-hmm. What we are not good at is explaining why we did certain things. Okay. okay? That's as simple of an answer as I can give you. The other thing I think, the other problem I, I see within my profession is our inability or our at, at the pace at which we change things. Okay. Ah, we we could like- not be any more to, slow to change. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like we don't. In what re- kind of ways are you referring to? It, it's um, I'll, I'll training. Give you, uh, well, the, tra- the training evolves at the pace of the change. So I mean, okay. that's sort of a natural thing. You gotta stay up with the times. Yeah. Like, so you I'll give you. I'll give you a micro example. That's, and then, that's hard. I'll give you yeah. a micro example, and maybe a little okay. bit of a macro example. At least in Illinois. Sounds uh, The micro example. I had to cover my tattoo on my forearm up until maybe like a year and a half ago. Okay. The fact that the fact that I had to do that. I've been telling, this is now the, the second or third chief that I've had to tell, like, you know how ridiculous that is? Yeah. No, but even people where I work, people who are a little bit more conservative, they don't care if you have a bunch of tattoos, if you're doing your job and you're doing your job the way you're supposed to. Yeah. Do you have any idea how ridiculous that is? Yeah, I mean, they have to cover up their yeah. tattoos. Well, so. and they gotta have the short hair. They can have the, they can have mustaches, but not beards. I can't have I can't, I can't have a beard Let's either. Just, I can't have a beard either. I just what? don't understand no, this. We you live, live in fucking Wisconsin. I, I or hear Illinois. you. It's ridiculous. It's cold. It's really cold. It's mm-hmm. so so. I don't shave my legs. Can you file an exemption with I, HR? I probably could try to, but I'm philosophical. A, as much as or I, medical. It, <laughs> as much as I, my face doesn't like this. As much as it I does hate not shit. like to be shaved. As much I'm as the I, regular. As much as I hate it. I'm not that type of person. I know. And I respect um, that. Okay. In terms oh, yeah. of more of a macro level, they, they just wrote legislation in Illinois a couple of years. It's only been about a year. Okay. Where there is now required, it's either 16 or 24 hours of sexual assault training. Mm-hmm. And in and, 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 Well, what? no. I shouldn't say it. It's not that we don't get any sexual assault training. 16 to but, 20. But it's like, it's almost more of a... Um, it's, Don't it's like you a re- think that should be a regular? No, no, no. I, okay, I guess well, I'm not. Okay, sorry. I'm right, not right, explaining right, right. it probably yeah. well enough. Take your time. Of course, Take your time. of course, in the academy, and as you as you grow as a younger officer, that there's training for that. But the state has recently mandated, you know, 16 to 24 hours, and what it's mostly focused. And that on, changes state to state. It does. Brother? Yes. Okay. Yeah. When we're okay. talking about law enforcement, there's a lot of differences state between to states. State. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. But Illinois. And what I found interesting about the class is it really, it was almost two or three days solid of victim focus. And not... We don't focus... On we, the perpetrator. Yeah. The, the the training... No, no. The training before is almost always focused on finding the guy, arresting the guy, putting the guy in jail. Uh-huh. But what we weren't sensitive enough to as a profession is the victim. You okay. know, in the victim's experience okay. and what the victim is going through. Okay. So that class taught uh, it taught the you know, it, in theory teaches the person. Okay, here's how you should be talking to victims, right? You yeah. know, here's how you should be handling victims, and if you want to successfully prosecute a case, it's almost it's almost more important to 
have good have a good relationship with the victim as it is to go you know oh. balls deep after yeah. the, after the perpetrator. <laughs> okay. Because uh-huh. a lot of victims know their perpetrators, right? Well, yeah, that's possible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A, a lot of them Isn't do. Isn't statistically that true? You. I think that is true. I mean, you're 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 the well. It depends on your definition. No, it's more. Okay. Lo- most are where you you maybe it's more of an acquaintance. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, you meet somebody online, mm-hmm. and it's maybe you know first or second mm-hmm. date. There is some sort of connection. It's not but generally already, like in the stairwell. Statistically, there's already you know. been trust. Um, Correct. So, a certain amount of trust has been. I think so. Established. I think so. Before. Yes. It's yes. not like. Of course, there's, there's there are the 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 small percentage of like a stranger pops out and decides to assault you is very minimal. Yes, that that's a lot lower of a percentage than most people mm-hmm. I think understand. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's some sort of connection between the offender and the victim. Sure. So connection it's not to generally the random. So as this relates to what's most challenging right. for law enforcement, you're you're, you're slow to grow. S- slow yeah. to grow and on the slow to this, change. And you're using this as an example. Right. right. That. So without getting into too much into use of force, mm-hmm. you know, my sister earlier was talking about unarmed, vic- uh, unarmed, unarmed subjects who are shot by the police. Mm-hmm. There are many. There's a, I could give you a million different scenarios where force like that is justified. Okay, mm-hmm. but the public doesn't have the same understanding as an officer does in the, mm-hmm. in terms of the use of force and dynamics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'll give you an example. You know, if you're a female officer, an easy example, right? If you're a female officer. <laughs> And you're dealing with a male mm-hmm. who's a foot taller than you and outweighs you by 150 pounds. Right. People in the court or, or a jury is going to look at that differently than somebody than me dealing with a guy the same size as me, and it should sure. it should be that way, right? Okay. Because as a that. female, I hear that your capabilities aren't. It's just the fact is he's got 150 pounds. Exactly. You're, you're, it's just genetics, it right? Is what you it know what is. I mean? Yeah. yeah. So right. so you're allowed to use more force than maybe I would be allowed to in the same situation. That's something I have not thought it's, about. It's before. all about in mm-hmm. court, especially or when 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 you're looking at use of force situation. The decision to discipline, charge that officer, whether to decide whether that force was justified, it's all based on a, a, to the, what they call the totality of the circumstances. Okay. So it's about training and experience, right? So an officer with the same training and the same experience, the same life characteristics as me, would that person make the same or reasonable decision mm. as I did in that situation? Sure, sure. So you have to judge each officer or what, which whatever. makes you know what I mean? thing, which makes things really murky. Yeah, but that's obviously. very great. No question. But do you think? Do you think there are there are a number of things that could be different about police officer training? Yes. Well, do you do you see the value in more nonviolent? I do. Um, I do. Communication, nonviolent, uh, diffusing approaches. diffusing of a situation. I mean, at the end, at the end of the day. There's that it, saying. At the end of the day, there. It, I I think I come from a perspective that there is so much value in still trying to see the humanness in someone who's trying yes. to harm somebody. Yes. Or you as a police. Can we raise our glasses yes. to that, please, Andrea? And, and I will head. absolutely because raise my glasses. Because you don't there. come into this world. <laughs> I believe. I mean, there are exceptions, but I don't. I think in generally speaking, you don't come into the world inherently wanting to hurt and harm other humans that you share the space with some you, you we all know or i shouldn't say we all but i think those of us who are trying to understand the humans that we share the world with 
uh, something, you, this doesn't happen in a vacuum. This person didn't get to this position mm-hmm. to harm somebody mm-hmm. without all of these other things Variables, taking place. Oppression. And so, yeah, the question is, do you see, do you think it's a challenge that yes. the, that law enforcement just can't take other approaches to training? No. And again, I guess I'll go back to more real world example. Because you, you, you know, I know yes. you know this. Yes. You know that a, a, the general public that needs more insight and perspective from law enforcement, they see, they think they're seeing a lot of corruption in law enforcement. Yes. And, and, and you know that's valid. Yes, the, the, absolutely. There's times where it's absolutely valid. There are also times where I believe sometimes, excuse me, the, the media coverage of something uh, is yeah. unfair. And the media coverage you know can be I mean? unfair in a lot of ways right. for, for a lot there, of things. And then there are other times where, you know, we take our lumps and we deserve it, right? You, you know what I mean? There's You get the whole spectrum. And that's why I like to, especially as a lot of these incidents come out, whether it's a officer-involved shooting or a school shooting, mm-hmm. I try as much as I can to reserve judgment until I know more. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? People want to rush and get their tweets out and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the, that's the world we're living in now. It is. Make the assumption. It is. And I realize that. But <coughs> smart people, people who think critically. Yeah. They need more information. Just, yeah. Don't just make judgment watching CNN an hour mm-hmm. after something happens. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I need that but, reminder. But mm-hmm. to go back to answer your I'll question. I'll see things pumped out real quick. Yeah. yeah. I'll start making. I'll start. That's media. I mean, in our brains, if we're just going to talk from a brain standpoint, which I yeah. think it as you know, I point out to you all the time in conversations, we have to acknowledge the psychology here. Yes. How people, people want to, we want to feel safe, so we jump to conclusions. Yes. Day in, day out. Yes. Yeah. But to go back to your question, I will give you an example um, to answer, I think that better answers your question about understanding human beings better. Mm -hmm. Okay. The state now, again, requires, and this is a long time coming. I mean, we've seen, I've seen in my 13-year career, well, 16-year career, actually, in law enforcement, 13 as a police officer, the the mental health system in this country deteriorate, mm. right? Oh. And I, I absolutely agree mm. that people who are mentally ill, to a certain extent, should be held accountable if they if, if they do something wrong. That's mm-hmm. okay. It's how do we treat those people and right. where do we put them and... Mm. Should that person have, should that person have been even on the street to make that mistake in the first place? Mm. Okay, and we do not do a good enough job in this country taking care of people who are mentally ill. Mm-hmm. That's just a fact. Thank you for saying that. You know, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Mm-hmm. We need more resources allocated towards that. Okay, mm-hmm. but we're t- we're now mandated to take a forty-hour course, forty uh, an entire week, each officer by like twenty twenty or twenty twenty-one in Illinois. They have to go through a 40-hour class called Crisis Intervention Training. Okay. Where you learn about all kinds of people. You learn about people who are autistic. You mm-hmm. learn about people who have schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. You know, you spend hours, hour blocks, you know, two, three, four hours on people just who are schizophrenic. And mm-hmm. you learn about what does that person what look are like. Tendencies? Right? What are so their behaviors? I think even though it's slow... I think we, as a profession, are getting better. We're, you're at trying to recognize exactly. where the need is. It's, if if, if you come into are. a situation, you're not you're, you're not quick to go to use force, right? You're you're you're, tra- you're taught to come in and quickly assess and figure out. Okay, is this person a danger to another person? Do they do they have ill intent or are they just mentally ill? Right? right. You know what I mean? There's a right. huge difference I between agree. the two yeah. situations. Yeah. So whereas before, ten years ago, twelve years ago, when I when I first started doing this, I don't think there was enough attention paid to that. 
There was some, but there wasn't and enough. And there wasn't training right. and education right. around it. I think, I think, I feel, it's hard to quantify, but I feel like as a profession, we are getting better at that. But it's always slow. It, it, yeah. It, yeah. The wheels of justice turn slowly. In progress. Yeah. Uh, what, other, what other things do you feel like are, are going well? 2019. Well, I feel like there's upticks and downticks, but violent crime has been going down for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, We've had a little bit of an uptick, and people say that the violence in Chicago is just terrible. Mm -hmm. Well, to be honest with you, if you actually look at statistics, the murder rate in Chicago is they're not. It's not even in terms of popul. If you compare it to the population, Mm -hmm. is not. They're not. It's not even the top Mm ten. There, there are. Seven, eight, nine cities that have more murder murders per capita mm-hmm. than the city of Chicago. Now, I'd, of course, there's tons of uh, there's tons of problems. There's issues, and those issues should be worked they're changing. out. They've evolved. Yeah. They're changing. Yes, yeah. but at yeah. the end of the no. day, it's actually there are cities that are less safer than the city of Chicago. It gets mm-hmm. a bad rap. You, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like as a profession, as a society, and I should, I'm not just attributing this to law enforcement by any means. I think there's educational factors. There's societal factors, mm-hmm. cultural, mm-hmm. cultural factors, mm-hmm. but we yeah. are a less, believe it or not, we're a, I think we're a less violent society, and I think yeah, law enforcement think has a role in, in that. In you a, know what I mean? If you think about it, I mean, for this is in a timeline, in a hist- historical sense, social media is still so new to yes. our existence. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's changed and things, no question. There is a lot of fear mongering in our Correct. faces mm-hmm. in Correct. these contexts. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I know at times I've had to kind of. Wow, I've had to take just a pause. Yeah. I had, I had oh, to yeah. take a pause and be like, hold on a second. Yeah. You're, you, you are consuming a lot of information yep. in a short amount of time. Yep. A lot of it is scary. And so, it, but it's really, really easy for us to lose our sense of what is actually taking place in our communities in the world. No and not, like you said, we, will, we cannot disregard or undermine the issues that are happening. I mean, there's an an opioid crisis that is very real in a lot of communities no around the country. Um, no question. Racism still exists. Racism no is still very much absolutely taking place. You, as a detective, see a lot of, um, well, I mean, phone-related, social media-related things that are going on with younger kids. Um, drug. There's still a lot of drug abuse going on. So... What is yeah? What is going well? <laughs> I, I mean, maybe what else is going well? I, 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 here, the the question I struggle often with, you know, thinking about personally is it's a two sided it's a two sided coin, right? Things in our world today are covered. We're saturated, right, with Very, coverage. Yeah. Whether it's online, on TV, whatever. So I think by people, multiple perspectives and opinions, right? Everybody's too. got a camera. But, Everybody's right. got. So there's and there's there are positives to that. So yeah. So I think a lot of but people they're holding everybody accountable. Right. Like I think there are a lot of people. cameras around you at any time. Not to get too political. There's a lot of people out there. We can get there. political. We can get political, Conrad. I, I don't want to get too political. Okay. But okay. the point is, is there's more phones. There's more computers. There's more TVs. CNN is everywhere. You know, whatever. Sure. Everything is covered to the max. So there's there's two sides of that coin. There's a lot of people who think. It's worse than it ever has it's ever has, yep. ever has been. But perspective is is a, it though? I mean, our thing or are things just covered more, right? Right. You, you, or or news 
news media makes more money sure. when things are sensationalized, right? Sure. There, there is a lot. Or of people, is everything really relative, and you're seeing a right. different version of a lot of the it's, same things? This, it's this not has always out. been like this. This is this is humanity. We're going to continue. Correct. There's always going to be a level chaos. of chaos. It's not that the news media liked Charlottesville, but the news media knew makes more money because of Charlottesville. Okay. Right. They don't want it to happen, but they're not sad. They're not necessarily heartbroken that it happened. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because they get a lot of hits, they get a lot of views. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we do have to. We do have to keep in mind the capitalism behind yeah. a lot of that. Our news media. Yeah. Is extremely, extre- It's all run by corporations. Mm-hmm. It's it's mm-hmm. It, it's a, it's a money making tool. In the sixties and seventies. It was not. It was not seen as something that should make money. But the perspective was also limited too right. at that time. It is but, important to also have like. But here's the other thing I will say about that. Yeah. The other flip side of that coin is we get desensitized too much, right? Mm-hmm. I should say. So you see all these shootings happening everywhere. Yeah. And it's like, oh, another person killed. You know, mm-hmm. another active shooter here. I don't want. I don't, I don't want to see us being desensitized. I don't either. I, can tell I don't you either. I don't either, and and that's my frustration. It's yeah. both of it's it's both of those. Also, things. I meant to say yeah. the, the truth is somewhere in the middle. Great conversation. Great conversation. I, I did mean the the more <clears throat> appropriate word from earlier about saying, you know, yeah, maybe there is a there are positives to one news, you know, one channel for the news, like without competition. But that's only one representation yeah. as I, I well. Just, so in terms of things that yeah, are going we need, well, yeah, we, in terms we need of things, more representation. Yeah. In terms of things that are going well, a micro, like sort of a micro example yeah. from my own personal experience. Yeah, I'm on a I'm on a task force. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I work with a group of people. Yeah, I feel like we should we should clarify that you don't you don't actually you're now doing detective work. Yes, mainly you're not policing. Well, you're not patrolling. There's a difference between right. being a, a police officer who patrols right. and, sure. and being in a. So, I did Detective. that for a long time. Yeah, you've worked right. your third shifts. Right. You did but that for a while. But you're with the task force? Yes. Well, here's the thing. So I was a school resource officer. We're going to talk about... Do I think we're going to touch on some of yeah, the school Yeah, we are going to talk on the school related I, I, was a, I was a school resource officer up until about uh, a month ago, until the end of this school year. I did that for about five and a half years. But I've been on this task force for two. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. I've been on about 30 call-outs, as we call them. And okay. most of those are homicides. Okay. Or officer-involved shootings. So okay. to give your... Because there's a lot of listeners out there. <laughs> to give your listeners <laughs> it, uh, some perspective. So if there's a murder in the county that I'm in, and yeah. the, 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 the police department doesn't have enough resources to handle mm-hmm. that investigation, they call my unit in. Mm-hmm. And last year, in 2018... You had 30 think, calls? No, no, no. It's okay. two years I've had 30 calls. Okay. It's about 12 to 15 calls a year. Okay. Last year, in the calendar year of 2018, we if it wasn't an officer-involved shooting, we made an arrest on every other homicide case that we arrested in one calendar year, which is unusual, but that's still a, 100% is pretty much unheard of. Okay, so that's maybe eight or nine, ten cases. I feel like we are getting better at investigating serious crimes as well, and video, and and technology, and, 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 and social media, and a lot text of that stuff helps there, there us. Is po- there are positives. You, you to all have that. no clue how some of that stuff helps. You have no idea how, what people mm-hmm. who are involved in serious crimes will put on Facebook. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Oh boy! You know what I call that? I call that job security, because people will have really? an open yeah people will have an open Facebook account and. 
I'm not saying they put evidence of a crime on Facebook, but they review. Lots, like lots of clues. It's like anything else. <clears throat> yeah, people will put wow. stuff out there on yeah. Facebook that they have no clue will come back to, to help. Or they have no clue that will help us, right? Yeah. Whether it's finding them or figuring out who they hang out with mm-hmm. or whatever. All that stuff is extremely, extremely valuable and can mm-hmm. come into play. So, but like but like phones, mm-hmm. right? You know, yeah. the fact that you carry around your phone or like if, if we get your phone and we st- if you're a suspect, I mean, we can develop all a kinds of evidence of from that little thing that you carry in your pocket. Oh, yeah. you, you would have no idea. Where you, you were, no idea. Yeah, when you were, yeah, yeah. when you were there. So yeah. in terms Ooh. of things that are going well, are, are we getting really good at investigating <clears throat> Serious cases. I feel like law enforcement is is doing a pretty good job across the board. You know, macro on a macro level mm-hmm. of evolving quickly with the technology mm-hmm. and using it to safer. our advantage. Sure. Yeah. To keep yeah. Can, yeah. We, can yeah. we tie this in? Yeah. As as we're all parents, with first time, no question, generation of the yeah hey. of the raising children hey. with these phones and she knows. <laughs> I, I've been doing. Uh, education for the yeah. kids in my community yeah. about social media and technology yeah. for five years. It it is by far the biggest challenge that yeah. a, a kid faces. Oh yeah, yeah. you know I talk. And, and us as for us as parents, I agree. The first generation I agree. parent these children. We are truly the you first know, generation of them. We all yeah. got our phones in college. Our parents didn't have to deal. No question. And now we yep. we're this generation that. Yep. Here we are, and uh, mm-hmm. we're the parents of, yep. of the tech kids. And it's a little bit of a shit it's show. Okay. I was okay. reading the it's other okay. day. Learning okay. curve. Learning curve. Okay. Sorry. It's gonna be okay. Sorry. It's gonna Run be a okay. learning curve. Run a learning curve. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. It's okay. The, the kids are okay. What's that movie? The kids are all right. The and kids are all right. That's a solid fucking movie, by the that's way. That's a solid fucking line. Can we all just give <laughs> Can we just say, can we just give a shout out to the line? The kids the kid, are all right. The kids are okay. It's a great song, actually. Mm-hmm. Pearl Jam? The who? The who? Pearl Jam has covered that song, Mm -hmm. but I digress. We're going to get there, but I do want to just, I want to go back to the schools. Yeah. You put in five years is a long time. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good good chunk. Good little chunk. Good little nugget. I want to hear. I want to hear what what you think, your time, your experience, the the controversy, you know, what. It it was. Let's hear it. 99.999% 99.999% positive. I love that job. Why do you feel like it's important for for schools Can to we, have a let, police officer? Let's break down. We found okay. out this, Margaret and I found out this week that you know, we were trying to do a little bit of our own research on this. 30% of schools it's in a, America It's have, about 30%. What, it's between 14,000 to 20,000. And it's a really controversial topic. It is. I mean, and there are people that so. are just yeah. like, there is no reason that our children need to have in, in talking about criminalizing people and making these these reactions and is it is, is it, that presence actually making things worse for yeah. certain schools or right. you know, or is it making yeah because again this is this is gray you, you sure all types of communities have all types of different scenarios and demographics sure. and variables and whatever you know sure uh, tell us what you think oh you got tell us what well, you think i i have a lot of thoughts i know you uh, do i see it you're probably gonna have some face. questions but first now, and foremost do you see do do you already do you think you already have a grasp of the pros and cons to having police officers present in school i feel like i have I feel like you've come to the exact right person in terms because of, we, now, as we were trying to gather, it dramatically increased after Columbine. It was mm-hmm. more. It's 
initially it was very related to school related shootings and mm-hmm. and and having the well, presence actually, of I mean some of it comes from the federal government allocated money. Okay. It's all about mo- at the end of the day yeah. everything's about money. Mm-hmm. So after some of that happened, right? They took a chunk of money and started trickling it down, saying you could use this money I've, to have an officer in your school, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how the, the but that only lasted for so long. So right. then it was up to each individual community mm-hmm. whether or not that was valuable and something they valued to continue it, right? So okay. however that long that was, you know, that it was maybe five, seven years, whatever it was. Um, so that's kind of how it got kickstarted. But sure. there was an SRO at that school before that shooting happened. Mm-hmm. He wasn't in the building at the time okay. when Col- during Col- sure. and, and for Columbine. He was not there present when the shooting started. Mm-hmm. He came. He was coming back or something. I don't remember the exact uh, details, but. But do um, you well, do, think I mean, do, you have a, do you have a more specific? Well, I, of my course specific I have question is yes. from what I could gather. Yes. Even before this week, when we knew we were sure. prepping for the interview, yeah. Yeah. is that studies are finding that they're really, when it comes to school shootings, there is no real difference yet. Having a police officer present. When it comes to school shootings, uh-huh. specifically, mm-hmm. there hasn't been this like drastic positive sure. change. Sure. Or and, the and- presence <laughs> of an officer has not deterred sure. a school right. shooting from happening. Right. But, so, and, and I also want to want to remember that yes we're talking about school shootings but we're also talking, talking about, about so many yes, other things i recognize that that yep. these people are doing within the schools we could focus on you know the shooting and aspect of, sure. of it first sure. okay yeah let's let's it, let's hear what you have to say maybe it's not a deterrent for that person but i can tell you that the chances of it ending quicker and the lives being saved are, are, are substantially increased, okay. right? So if, if in theory, now for me, in my situation, I worked at a middle school, uh-huh. and but I also was responsible for elementary schools, three of them, three public, plus sure. we have a bunch of private schools in our town too. I'm only one person, I can only be in one place at one time, right? So if there was a shooting at a school that I'm responsible for, there's a good chance that I wouldn't actually be in the building, uh-huh. okay? I agree with you to a certain extent, to a certain extent, that especially at the lower levels where SROs aren't as prevalent, but having an officer on site isn't necessarily going to deter anyone from doing what they're ultimately going to decide to do. Okay, uh-huh. but if that person is in the building and they're 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 trained to to end that threat, the the incident's going to be over a lot quicker. A lot of these shooters, as soon as they see the police. And end it themselves, or 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 confront the but police. We ultimately know we can't just rely on this resource to end school shootings. No question, and that was my point. Right, that was this part is of, not going to be that where. Was, that was another point I wanted like, to make. The federal government, or no question. or a, or people who have the opinion that just putting police in schools is going to no. dissipate no. the issue isn't going to. That's not even no. close to and being it's, the solution. It's more, mm-hmm. especially since Columbine, it's way more of a societal factor. Mm-hmm. For whatever's going on in our society, it's these certain people. Certain people are deciding that that's the way they want to to carry out their anger, aggression, whatever, whatever it is, whatever reason. And there's a lot of different reasons that these people, that kids do it, or or adults do it. But and the, a the majority of the, to guns. And a yes. greater and the majority sure. of them have been white males. Well, in terms of And I think it's an important conversation to have yes. so, in our society about what's going on with 
not only men but white men. Mm-hmm. So, to, mm-hmm. so like she said she, we don't we just want to focus on shootings. Okay? Right now, right. I understand. Now, if you if you study actually if you study school shootings, I'm sorry. Sit up st- straight, Kai. If you study <laughs> if you study school shootings, you will see that almost none of them it's it's literally almost zero take place at an inner city school mm-hmm. okay at, mm-hmm. a, at, at a public school in a major metropolitan area mm-hmm. now there's other uh, sources of violence within those communities but for whatever reason those yep. communities don't take the violence into the school that is predominantly a suburban or a rural problem mm-hmm. no question mm-hmm. about it mm-hmm. almost 100% of these incidents are taking place in outside of outside of urban areas. Mm-hmm. White communities. Mm-hmm. So that is definitely white. a mm-hmm. factor and we have to figure out why this why that's happening and why this is happening and what we can do about it. But it's not a I don't think it's a law enforcement issue and if a community whether it's in an urban area or not if they decide they don't want an officer in a school, I mean, I guess that's okay, but I can tell you that if God forbid, so, wait, if wait. God forbid, a, 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 an incident mm-hmm. like that occurs, it will end quicker if you have an officer in your building, if they are there and present during mm-hmm. the day, and when, in which when it, it goes off, when so, it starts. So, outside of the shooting, mm-hmm. the the school conversation. shooting conversation, what is what are one to two other reasons why you support having police officers well, present in schools? What do you see the value in that? The concept, the national concept of an SRO is called mm-hmm. the triad concept. Okay. An SRO, break school, it down. school resource officers, school resource, generally. They're not work. security guards. Uh, if you, they that's are, like a slur. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> right. offensive. Right, right, right. Well, she, they're, right, right. It, it, school resource officers. An SRO, SRO is in a school for three reasons. It, it, they call it the triad concept. Number one, safety and security. Number two, an informal educator. And number three, a mentor or a counselor, someone who connects with the, with the kids, right? So, okay. so one like, of the things... Like social workers back in the 80s. S- similar. Like the school social workers. They similar. do all, they just do a lot of paperwork, but okay. No, I, I to be honest with you, the social workers that I worked with... Are overextended. Solid. Dude, well, yeah, they, there's not enough. They're they, overextended. There's not enough. They, they are they incredible are, people. I know, I was going to school They're to incredible. be a school social worker in it's, college. It's a great job. I know. It's, it's an... It's a, it, it, those people should be the people you you should be thanking, not not police officers. Those people, the, the people wow. I've worked with, they're in there. I'm serious. And they are. Great. Shame, I know it's a shame that they do. You know, I feel like they're yeah, overextended. A yeah, shout out enough. to some of my school social workers that oh, I worked man, with. I know. Those, let's yeah. we're gonna raise the. I agree. Like Conrad, Conrad, that's what I, I was, agree. That's what I went to school the, for. Dude, yeah, you, I dropped out, hey. and now here I am. But it's, it's okay. It's never too late to start things. No, I thought we were talking no. about that earlier. Right? Well, it is, and she's already claimed that recently. She's got this. I got it. Yeah, kind of. Are you starting it back up? No, or? Oh. I'm going back to school. She is going back to oh, school. Oh, good. So. be a midwife. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, you but picked we, a But we are giving a big shout out to those social workers so, at schools. Yeah. They, so so the, yeah. mostly what I did. Do you, do you collaborate? Well, do, do, of course. Is there a... Oh. So the triad. From your experience, you have this good relationship with social workers oh, at schools? Oh, yes. Okay, that's oh, yeah. important. Oh, absolutely. We constantly were communicating Brilliant. about students. Okay. Constantly. Constantly. So you got the yes. triad. So safety, obviously, and safety and security is not about it's not about being a presence. It's about fortifying the school, making the build the physical building safer, right? And, so and locking, how about for people that would really challenge that first point yeah, of the triad yeah. so, and say that actually 
this is this is this is doing more harm than good. Okay. Children because are being, of their experience with the police. Children sure. are being Over the, sure. you know mm-hmm. physically abused. Sure. Thing things wait, are wait, going, wait. I don't understand. I mean things are things are getting within the schools with RSOs that there have been cases where children have been wrongfully accused of certain whatever unfoldings situations and and that or we just have been dealt with violently yeah they're kids yeah they're and kids. that and that because because you are a police officer sure. versus a social worker sure that you have a different training you have a different training with how you approach things and that that there have been cases of children where SROs dealt with it no Ch- question very children. inappropriately children yes. mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. I, and I have seen Children. it. Children, and mm-hmm. I, I will compare it. Go, go back to, I, I think it's a, a very, very obviously small percentage, right? And it's a, a similar percentage to the officers who make bad decisions on the street, or just the incidents that happen in our mm-hmm. society. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's any more prevalent in a school than it is out on the street or in our okay. in our society. Sure. Sure. So yes, and, and again, I think it, 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 of course, especially a situation where an officer is involved with a child in one of those types of situations, it's going to get a lot of publicity, okay? But I, I, I it's just not something I see. And the training we get to be an SRO, mm-hmm. obviously, that's not what they teach you. They teach you all about not only the, the, the way... Like, Connecting with the yeah, students. It's, they, they do a really good job. The training I went to, to, to prepare, mm-hmm. I mean, I was an SRO, but, you know, you go to a couple different things. They do a great job of under, like getting you to understand it's not a typical police job, right? Yeah. It, you have to come into that role understanding that you can't operate the same as you do out outside of a yeah. school. It has to be, and it really is a completely different job. It's yeah. it's like the flip side of the coin. Okay, but that's that's what I, I will say. I do have a question. So quick, but you, yeah, you guys got this brother sister thing. I have a question, yeah. real quick, yeah. brother. Okay, was okay. the body of students that you served and were protecting and whatnot were they predominantly white or was it a diverse group of predominantly people? white? Okay, mm-hmm. so you do understand. Yeah, yeah, in, here, here's the thing. So. If you do understand the resistance from black people yes, and brown, yes, brown people, of course I do. That with the the historical, um, it's a, it's not a good relationship historically between the police that. and black and brown people. I understand. So that. the presence of a school, and, and, right? Yeah. If they and they there there are studies and statistics out there that say that that black boys especially mm-hmm. are more severely punished when there's a resource officer in schools. I, I, I personally don't totally subscribe to that. The studies, the theories, the, the, the things that okay. are coming out of that. I, I personally okay. don't subscribe but to you it. But you do. You do. I, I don't think that an officer in a school is, is any in a school that's minority or a school that's white or whatever. Any officer who goes into school, their goal is not to. Maybe things are reported more often because there's a resource within the four walls of the school. Maybe there's more reporting going on to the police, but mm-hmm. the the officer isn't walking around looking to get kids in trouble. Mm-hmm. I, I never once I, I, I know people, I, I know I know personally SROs that work in those types of schools. Mm-hmm. Um, more diverse again, not, schools. Not Chicago, but mm-hmm. schools that have a huge minority population. Those people, they don't walk around looking to get kids in trouble. All they do is work with the administration to investigate things that happen that te- that ultimately are 
uh, violations of the law, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's one of my jobs. If but, a law is broken at a school, I'm the person who's going to. But 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 you have but here's in our own private course, conversations, you have acknowledged that that even the laws that have been established have have historically been there, there are racist undertones to laws. I, I, systemically. Maybe. We'll we, we have to talk a little bit more about specifics. We're going to break uh, it down. Uh, uh, we I'm might just, have to have... We're going to have more. I'm just talking about, about in general. Yeah. Okay? When an officer is I mean, in a school... I mean, I want to reassure you. I, no, I value and appreciate yeah. your insight. But somebody gets... In your perspective. Somebody becomes an SRO. Not... I, I used to... I, this, I, I, I got to laugh every single time mm-hmm. when I was teaching. Right? I was talking about... I used to use this line every single time because I knew it would be a winner in the crowd. Right? Mm-hmm. With the crowd. I would teach sexting in in social media, uh, social safe social media and sexting. Sure. And at the end, I'd have my last slide up, you know, and I'd say to the kids, "Hey, come on, do you think I like arresting kids?" And they would say, "Yeah." Or, or I mean, I would say, "I'm sorry, I totally butchered it." I'd okay. say, "Do you do you think I like arresting people?" And they would say, "No." And I'd go, "Of course I like arresting people, but do you think I like arresting kids?" <laughs> Of course not. The worst part of my job as an SRO is to arrest a kid. Yeah. It's not to, to make your point. It's not about whole. It's not about arresting a kid or whole, like like okay, we conducted this investigation. The kid has broken the law. That is clear. It's about what you do after that. How do you handle the kid after that? I would really like. How to do you hold unpack- the kid accountable? I would just really like to unpack sexting right now. Right. You like arresting people, though? I like, do. in general? I, generally, I do. Uh, holding people really? accountable? Yeah. Well, well adults. Accountability and arresting adults. are not... Adults. Yeah, okay. All right, adults. we're going to have to come back. We're going to... But I think we do need it's, to touch on how... Wait, wait, wait. We do need to touch on... Because police, officer, police officers are not immune to their own mental health... Yes. ...issues and yes. illnesses... You have a number of police officers out there doing their job under PTSD, and that will affect your judgment. judgment. And so while we, while it's just as important to understand the mental health issues of the general population, of all of us, yes. we, need to, we need to take it. It's like a dirty little secret in law yes. enforcement. There's, I mean... The percentage is higher amongst law enforcement and police officers With of PTSD. PTSD. Yeah, I think that's, that's that's just seems to be seems obvious to me. I don't think I don't know if people are really okay. thinking about it though. To be honest okay. with you, I think people have unrealistic expectations of law enforcement. Okay. Uh, or so, we only see what we. Or we only see. see what we want to see. Sure. Or we only see what we. Sure. Are, we, really are, we, are we really so, have high... God, I don't know, but it's just like... We have really high expectations so, and standards, and we forget these, these no, people, no. other people. No, 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 no. First of all, I want to make some one thing clear. But we're going to unpack sexting. Uh, we're coming yeah, back we to that. Yeah, we can go back to that. Yeah, but- <laughs> Remind me. Write that down. Yeah, we got um, it. We got it. Here's one of the things I want to make very, very clear. We're listening. Police officers... Uh, my friend Ryan Daly. Shout out to Ryan Daly. What's we, up, Ryan Daly? We have talked. Ryan Daly. Are we, we dropping the El- Daly? Are we talking about Elkhorn Ryan Daly? No. Yes. Yeah, of course, yes. So my friend Ryan. <laughs> sort of had a little crush on him. He's the yeah. man. Didn't we all? Ryan well, Daly. We all did. Uh, I have a lot of. I have a lot of good friends. <laughs> He's a great sure. friend. He's the man. Shout out to Ryan Daly. Him and I have these similar discussions mm-hmm. all the Is he time. A police officer? No, 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 no. He's always sending me. He's always sending me. We talk about a lot of different things. Peaceful protester. Let me make one thing very, very 
clear. Extremely clear. Crystal clear. Okay. I and you should absolutely have high expectations for police officers. In fact, you should have expectations that are higher than the general public. I'm okay with that. Thank I'm, you for saying I'm that. I'm okay with being yeah. held to a higher standard, and that's the way it should be. Okay? Well said. I've been pulled over a number of times. Okay? If the officer wants to give me a ticket, that's okay. I, I, I won't argue. I was speeding. Give me the ticket. I'll move on. I'll, I'll go on with my life. But here's the point. Okay? If an officer commits a crime or does something wrong, they should absolutely be held accountable. Okay? I'm not mm-hmm. one of these people who say, you know what I mean? Like, you know, the, 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 the blue wall or whatever they call it. Like, yes, we should mm-hmm. be held to a higher standard if we make a mistake. We Especially should. if we lie about it, you should be punished just as severe. Uh-huh. Okay? So l- let me make that, that, that very, very clear. Very clear. And, and if I make a mistake, I own up to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would so. hope so. I, I I trust it. Yeah. Any any thoughts you want to share but with you us? Do, but you do acknowledge systemically amongst police officers that, I mean, no, no system is perfect. No. And, and people make mistakes. It is what it people is. People do. Yes. And I understand the People do fucked dis- up things even as police officers. And, yes. And I understand the distrust. Okay. I absolutely. Okay. Amongst certain communities. I don't necessarily agree with it. And at some point... We got to come to a chicken or an egg kind of a thing, and we got to figure out okay, how do we start building trust um, amongst it, each other? Yeah, and and both sides have to give a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a two way street. It's not a one way street, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But going back to your question, and I'm uh, I keep using these micro ac- macro. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Our our <laughs> police department has hired a social worker, and she's not just she's she's part time, but she's on call, and she she'll come in. She doesn't just talk to members of our community, you know, victims of sure. situations, domestic violence, crimes, sexual abuse, whatever. She's not just available to members of our community. She's also available to members of our I police like, department. Know, That's one of the things we wanted to touch on. Right. I know, but this is, so I hear that and I hear a social worker. One? I mean, to you the, should have like one to four ratio. I mean, we yeah. need to be supporting so, each other. Do you? I just feel like there's there. We, we I do. Mean, how is many? therapy available? Yes. For yes. all police officers, or is it does free, that vary state to state, to state? Is it very yeah, state to state? It does. It it's actually department, very I mean, department. And we all should have full accessibility to therapies. Let's just say that right here and yeah. now, every universal single person universal should have universal access health. to that. Uh, I agree. But do police officers? But but how? But how? It's what very, do you think people? What? Are police officers using that resource wisely? Do you think there are police? I think. Question. I think that people, especially people younger than me, officers younger than me, in my experience, the old, the old, some of the more old school guys know, you know. But I again, it goes back to the generations. And I was reading recently, seventy-seven to eighty-three. There's actually a specific name for that. It's called Zen. I think it's Zennial. We're we're um. It's a, no. They call it a zenial because we're, you're in between Generation X and Millennials. Yeah, what did what did we we had this whole discussion? Right. Yeah, so anyway, I mean, I, uh, here's the thing: ancient Millennials or, or original mature Millennials. Uh, 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 no, um, the point is, is yeah. it's not as much of a stigma anymore, and people aren't ashamed to admit that they are getting help for stuff like that. And the change is slow. Mm-hmm. I think it's slow in our society, but it's even slower in law enforcement. But yes, people who are now in their 20s who are, sure. are police officers, it's it's. They're we're, they're way more open to doing that, to utilizing that, and 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 and, and trying to get themselves help. Right? I I would never ever, and and I I've never seen. By the I, way, they call it zennials. Zennial. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, you were right. Yeah. So I would never 
hesitate if I thought I needed it to go to someone outside of my police mm-hmm. department. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I would never judge anyone who did that either. I would right. not think less of them. I would not think, oh, this person weak weakness. I would not now. think it would. I, yeah. I, and I think labels, yeah. all those labels. In yeah. my our chief, you know, he he got hired in 1994. Mm-hmm. He got hired in 1994, and he's very progressive when it comes to this stuff. Mm-hmm. He, he's Good. again a good bridge. Like a lot of the old school thinking from the 70s, 80s, 90s, and the early 2000s. All a lot of those guys have retired and are gone. And I think we are getting much more progressive when it comes to mental health. Because at the end of the day, if you Google Chicago CPD, Chicago police officer suicides, they're having a ton of issues. Wow. They have they have 20 guys or more, 20 men and women or more who kill themselves every year oh just from goodness. their department. Sure. And so That's we so are, what, so we well, are I looking just wanted, I inward. Wanted to say, I, I appreciate that you want the general public to have higher expectations of you yes. as law enforcement. However, we cannot dismiss the, just the very humanness mm-hmm. of people sure. <laughs> who are law who are police officers, sure. and detectives, etc. Sure. Uh, but I, I, I mean, feel like you, if I'm going to... You can't, at the end of the day, maybe you're good at compartmentalizing, but you can't just dismiss trauma no, no matter no, no. what side of, of no, the no. issue right, you're on. Right. I mean... So the task force I'm on yeah. requires every person to... I, I just had it. It was, I think it was like early May, middle okay. of May. Now the the new policy with the task force, this isn't the policy of my police department yet. Just but the I, task force. I, yeah, but I think it's going to be our policy soon at... at, L, at mm. I don't want to say it. Don't say it. The policy at my yeah. police department is going to be, you need to see, we're going to provide this person and you need to see them at least a check-in every year, right? Okay. So you have to sit down with this person for two hours. They're going to ask you a series of questions. You can utilize the time however you want to do it, but it's going to be mandatory that you actually go to the appointment. And right now the task force you does like that. You feel like once a year is enough? Yeah, I don't think well, so. Well, it's quarterly, per- seasonally. It's person dependent. I, I feel like it is. How you I in the winter? I have, I have, I have my own therapist that I that I, I text and, and call. You Your know, she yeah, she's a couple hours away. Yeah, um, she's great. I like her too. She's my what therapist did you free, as well. What did you life coach? As? My ther- you're my no, therapist. But you said my education was online, or what did you say? I never what internet therapist. I would <laughs> never say that. I've never said that to you. You said something that was really funny, though, okay. recently. I don't remember at, saying On my birthday. You guys, we could talk okay, for hours. Okay, wait a second. I want to hear this, more. Wait, uh, this would be a good, but this let's just touch on real quick. Because this is a good. Meditation. This, yeah. I want to talk about yeah. the meditation okay. training right. for police officers yeah. okay. and why it's yeah. working really okay. well. And, okay. some... and you sent me that website, and I, I looked at it. I, I, I sh- that that is, That's like right in my wheelhouse, because we're not organized religious people. But yeah. that is like. That's so something that I could probably do. The website that Conrad do. is yeah. referring to is called, I'm going to, I just really would like to reference it. Yeah. And it's Take called. Your time. Take your time. Operational Training Mindful Badge. Yeah. And there's a. There's mindful a, Badge. I would like. Mindfulbadge.org. Uh, oh, yeah. It's it's mindfulbadge.com. Dot com. Yeah, and and, but this is a good, this is a good um, opportunity here in the interview tonight to talk. Well, so. When it comes to self care for you personally, mm-hmm. what does that look like Good for you? Question. It, it it really, for the most part, I I, I feel like that's a good. I think the therapist self care for police officers. I think the psychiatrist like or therapist asked that. Asked she she asked almost the same question. Yeah, what do you self care? I um, I I like to 
get exercise. That really, really helps me. Mm-hmm. Like if I if I get a, a good regular right, workout, mm-hmm. you know, four or five times in a week, even Ooh. six is better. Ooh, good um, you know, we went for a three you know three mile Winnie walk yesterday morning. Winnie Cooper's the chocolate yeah, lab. You know what I mean? In okay. our lives now. Okay. Yeah. Like we have our route that's three miles and we do it briskly. Nice. Like that stuff that just clears my mind so much. Puppies it's, are also it really, really great. yeah. That's yeah. a yeah, she that's like dog. an it's like a side benefit of having a puppy mm-hmm. is you just it gets you out and going. So the exercise helps me. Um I am a person who does compartmentalize a lot of stuff and you know, I I d I don't regularly do you think that's I don't regularly yeah I, I, I feel like do you think it manifests in other ways? I eventually, or yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, and generally, we eating. all have to process things. That's what my that's one part vice of our is. Human no question, my one vice is eating. There's no mm, doubt about that. I do stress. I, str- I, I struggle stress with yeah. mm-hmm. with food. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It comes from so exercise is the main, but uh, yeah. Well, I, I like to watch. You know, music. Yeah, music yeah. Is I, a I big, love. I, I, if I'm not walking with my wife, I'm 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 listening to headphones. Um, I love music. I like going to concerts. You know, I go to a handful of a, the year, uh, throughout the year when I when I can. But can I, we, can we I listen about, to a lot of music. Yeah. Can we point out though that self care choices are not always easy. Self care choices yeah, that are going to be healthier for us in the long term mean uh, choosing to go to bed. At, you know, choosing yeah. to mm-hmm. say no to some things. Yeah. Choosing to mm-hmm. acknowledge. <sighs> thinking that isn't working for us mm, i mean self-care is one. not always fucking easy it's actually mm-hmm. really hard it's hard to maintain a workout regimen i mean mm-hmm. let's be honest like mm-hmm. exercise feels really good and afterwards. not in a bag of chips i mm. mean saying just mm. like self-care is actually saying no mm. a lot to mm. things that we know long term are not gonna work for us no yeah. question uh yeah. so i i don't i mean Anything come up to, to to come to the forefront for you on that? And just when it the comes eating. To... <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's yeah. all right. Just stuffing things in my pie hole. We love you. <laughs> we love it. It's all right. Cake. I I, I mean, are you? Yeah. Do you have your own thoughts? Like you have your own observations of me? I guess again, we have that. Type. No, no. I'm actually staff? genuinely. I I g- genuinely am curious as to things yeah. that are that you feel you you truly ch- say no to in in the in the interest of self care for yourself. I say no to, especially when I'm in when I was on patrol. Like I'd say, I liked it using it as an excuse to say no to things. You know, uh-huh. I, I used to use work, not not as much anymore because I work Monday through Friday now. But I still will use work as a crutch to say no, I don't want to do that. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. and it's not easy to, and I'm not it's not family, but do like what? just just to just tell people no i gotta work it's easier to, mm-hmm. to say okay. oh to blame it on the job than it is to own it and say that yeah doesn't really correct i don't really that doesn't to. work for me i don't really correct. want to yeah correct. my inner guidance system is telling yes. me that I, that's yes. not for me but I, i'm a person i'm the t- i'm like fernando i i mean i don't i don't lay up here when everybody's down there but i he's referencing my husband at the moment I'm who a, has no problem saying I realize that there's a lot of social activity in my I'm house. I'm gonna take a nap, but I still am gonna go lay down because I'm overwhelmed. Yeah, I have a. I, I, I like I have, my downtime. I have a, I have a roommate okay. like that. We need to respect okay? that. We need to. You re- like your downtime? I do. I, I like you to do, just but you're, sit. So, are you, uh, so you might fall under the category of an amb- ambivert. Ambivert. Yeah, maybe. What's that? Which is okay. There, there's a spectrum of introvert and extrovert. Okay. Right. A big chunk of the population actually falls in the middle, where. Okay. 
uh, a lot of us don't have a problem with being alone. We actually like to kind of retreat. I do not have get, a problem being and alone. And have that solitude. Yes. And have like where we are, our alone time can refill yes. us. But we are not depleted by social social interactions either. Introverts are truly depleted with social interactions. Mm-hmm. They actually need mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. break from social interactions. Mm-hmm. I'm really breaking down introvert. This extrovert is great. For you guys. This is great. I'm, I think <laughs> I would great. fall exactly into that category. But yes. you crave interaction. Yes. So you yes. you like to at times. Yes. You have no problem saying I like being alone. But you also crave interaction. No See, question. Introverts don't really crave. And when you're around time. people, you're going to be involved with them. Right. You're no not question. Be a, and you don't like small talk. The observer. You, yeah. You're going to be an engager. I don't like small talk. Do you like small Wait. You like real I, talk. Yes. Real talk. Yes. Real talk. No question. Okay. You, ladies and gentlemen, we're, we're at an hour yeah. and 47 minutes. We have not really talked about meditation. We have not really unpacked Pearl Jam. Should we There's just... There's not a ton to unpack. It's we, pretty... What is it? It's pretty straightforward. We had a number of bullet better? points. We have again, we, again. We we're. It could be a two-parter tonight, but uh, we we tried to touch on PTSD rates. Are we going to keep going? Police officers. We, we tried to touch on the presence of. Um, Do you want to cover sexting before we end? No, here? you know or? what? I feel sexting. Yeah. Hey. we've been there, done that. Okay, now. Okay. Okay. I think we. I would reasons like to legalize to, drugs. Yeah, five oh. minutes. Reasons to legalize drugs. Okay. I would See, love to hear what no, you got to say well, no, about this. Lean no, in. I'm, lean I'm, in. I'm known, I'm known as the resident tree tree hugging hippie around my police department. Get right? the fuck Are out you of here. Oh, oh yeah. No, I I could I. Do you I, laugh at that? I am the most. Liberal. According to them, I'm the most liberal person. See, shit, we should walk in there with hey, our armpit hair hey, we've, and our turquoise. No, I'm really. I'm we've just touched being on this. A fucking smartass. Hey, we've touched on this a bit, Andrea. <laughs> yeah. You know, I get in trouble with both sides because mm-hmm. I believe in helping people. I believe in social programs. I believe in government solving some problems. Right. Okay. I, I'm not a huge gun guy. You, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Do I believe that some some limitations, some sensible, you know, gun laws. Would that make our society better? Absolutely. Absolutely. However, you don't also take lightly however, your, your responsibility with a gun. Can I? Can, can however, we, I will. Hold on. D- I just want to take. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna just take out absolutely and just say no brainer. I just that's how I feel about that. However, yeah. no brainer. No brainer. The, it's a no brainer to have gun, gun laws on gun, okay. and gun control. We're listening. I will defend. In a, in a lot of instances, my profession from certain attacks because they're just completely ridiculous and unreasonable. Okay. 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 And that's where I get myself into trouble on both sides. I, I you know, they and think tie I. This into drugs. Are you they, personalizing uh, it? I will tie it into drugs. Okay. I have, yeah, yeah, I yeah. have, yeah, yeah. since I, almost going back to since I worked at the jail, I, I never was a big, I'm not a drug user. I never was. Mm-hmm. I, I, we were talking about it before this started. I, I never smoked weed, I never used it. Okay, but mm-hmm. I've always kind of believed in my my beliefs have metastasized over the last 10, 12 years, right? Good, good verb. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm very pro legalizing drugs, not necessarily heroin, cocaine, but certainly marijuana. I've been talking about that for A much long longer we than have, this was popular, especially decriminalizing es- it. Yes, mm-hmm. but especially in within my profession, I've been talking about this for. Years and you got and, and I'm seen like I'm shit. seen as like he a black sheep. Back on it, yeah. I'm yeah. I'm seen as a black sheep when mm-hmm. it comes to this 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 issue. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But the at the end of the day, let's just focus on marijuana. 
You've all, we've all talked about though when you when you when you talk about de, um, first let's just talk re, about legalizing drugs and, and especially decriminalizing yeah drugs no drug use uh, because we we need to we need to acknowledge that the prison system in our country is a profitable capitalistic system in and of itself mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's privatized mm-hmm. so. <laughs> You know, not all of it. Some not of all it. of it, but a lot of it. More, more of it than it should be. Yeah, much I, I more agree of it with than that. It be, but, I agree with that. But what has to parallel with with these legalizing drugs is taking better care of people's mental if we, health. If right? we just it comes started, back to that. well done. If we just started, I mean, with marijuana and all the people that have been locked up for, oh. you know, selling marijuana large quantities, just basically simply taking advantage of. You know, the, the situation in our society that it was mm-hmm. illegal, you know, and the mm-hmm. fact that they were providing something that, you know, everybody mm-hmm. in the 30s. Is, is thought of as a medicine. Yeah, in the <laughs> 20s and 30s, people thought of alcohol as, uh, as, right. as the same thing. And yeah. now and, it's normalized. You know, right. and a lot, mm-hmm. of the, a lot of the people in my profession, it's not that they're necessarily scared of it. But they're just, it's just not it's what they're used to. It's right. right. It's right? going to be a change. It's Correct. Judged. It's going to be an adjustment. And humans don't like that. And now here's where my future profession. Yeah. No. With that we were we were bullshitting earlier. <laughs> now with all of these states that sure. are. There's up, about what kind of is there 11 or 12 11? states now where that it's have fully legal. Full, yes. It's completely yes. legal. Right. right. Then and there are a number of states who decriminalize marijuana, which is important. <laughs> That is important, yes, though. Yes. And then Wisconsin still stands as a state that's not doing but jack they, shit. Yeah. Yes. Medicinally, nothing. Yeah, right. They, they won't. And as long as yeah, your state is gerrymandered. Oh, yeah. We're going to come. As long as your state is gerrymandered. Yeah. Gerrymandering is The problem is not going to get any better because it's going to be controlled mm. by a certain party that isn't for. Now, here's the thing about what, what's interesting about marijuana is that. There's incentive. There should be incentive on both sides to make it happen, but for whatever reason, it's, it just doesn't happen. But what was your what was your point you were getting at, Margaret? Oh, we had a little joke earlier uh-huh. about how with these states that are now yeah. legalizing marijuana, more people yeah. uh, feeling more comfortable to explore its, it's genius, its uh, its experiences that it has to offer. <laughs> that now this new and up and coming. Uh, vocation. I, I feel like you could make a lot of money doing it. I really do. A guide. What are we calling uh, this again? Do well, you really want to put it out there? I think this is an idea you two should really we explore. We should keep it up keep until we have. I, it's like it's like Cody, it's like Cody and I when we when we thought of the 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 billion dollar billion dollar idea the vacuum muffler to make to make the vacuum, you know. Quiet. Quiet. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because how I'm, have they not been able to make the vacuum because quiet? Because we grew up in anyway, Boston. We're off the rails. Here's yeah. what. I, here's what he's I just referencing to. He's it, Cody is our younger brother. People are gonna be like, what the he, fuck here's, is going on? Here's what I just but we say. heard a lot of vacuuming while we were growing up. Hold on. Cody wanted a muffle on it. Yeah. He really wanted the muffle. So he had sensory issues. It's okay, Cody. Let me just make I'm one. Overwhelmed they too. have. What are those called now? The vacuum cleaners that just do what they're doing. Automatic. Is that, there is, no. They're all loud yeah. still. No. 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 The little no. robots that but go around. But those are startling. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, yeah. they're still startling. What are they called? Oh. Yeah. Fuck. Well, people name them. They're called whatever they're called, but then for the people that really oh, yeah, have yeah. one in their home. They give them a name? It's like, that's Mary. <laughs> She's. Charlotte's They're working. just doing their job right now. <laughs> what are those things called? Anyway. Anthrop- it doesn't matter. give it female Anthrop- names. Anthropomorphizing Let's- the vacuum. Let's tighten up the conversation. Okay, yeah, we're going to tighten up. What? I, I'm not in favor necessarily. 
and I'm this is, this is way above me. He wants to clarify. Okay. I don't. I'm not necessarily. It's a discussion we could have on another on another day and another sure, time. Sure. I don't think all drugs should be legal necessarily. Right now, especially, we have to figure some of that out. But man, I think marijuana is kind of a no-brainer to kind of end the discussion. So yeah, I th- I'm good. I'm good ending there. Can we just wrap it up with a little PJ? I guess we got to wrap top, it up. Top three PJ songs. <laughs> okay, Where have you met? We have to give a little oh. bit of a back. What are we Hold on, we got to give a little bit of a, a blip here. Oh. The reason why the Pearl Jam keeps coming up is because Conrad has been a Pearl Jam VIP fan club oh, member no, no, no. for. I, mean, I wish no. Nine. Okay. Have you met him? Uh, I've sh- I've sh- I shook the hands shows of oh, just you, one of them. How many shows have you attended? Forty-four. Forty-four live concerts. You haven't. Wait. Okay. Well, okay. that doesn't include any better solo shows either. Okay. Right. Uh, you know what? Okay. <laughs> We're not fucking around anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean we gotta end it? No. We oh. gotta we gotta unpack some shit. <laughs> oh. I thought we were ending it. Just okay. take a no, deep breath. We don't right. care about the time. All right. Because right. we can just break it up. We gotta talk. Okay. Talk to me. Alright. So you've seen you've seen Pearl Jam 44 times. Yes. You shook the hand of one band yeah, member? It's not necessarily about meeting them. It's no, not what it's about. It's about them meeting you, Conrad. <laughs> we, well, <laughs> we, we, I gotta tell you. I mean, what what I really want what I really want to just people have been to way more shows than I have. That's yeah, a lot that's, of people. That's nonsense. Yeah. What I really want to just offer you okay. is just like Eddie shit stinks. Oh, yeah. I, that's and, not what it's and, about. And, and like, no. I think that you should you should just be like, we gotta have lunch, <laughs> brunch, I'm telling whatever. You. I'm like way what low. You What's your favorite meal? Where are we hiking? <laughs> yeah, no, it's. You, you ever reach out? No, Mm-mm. never. Okay. okay. Never. It's, you want me to make a call? I mean, do, do you think Eddie recognizes you? No, <laughs> I do not. I was. I gotta give. I a definitely shout know out. he doesn't. I gotta give a shout out to a really, really? like a really homegirl client of mine, okay. Marie. She's got the cidery. You know who you are out there if you're listening. Shh. I I got the honor of supporting her and her family yeah. for two this babies. Is a great one. Nice. This is a good one. Yeah. Two babies. She played Pearl Jam during the birth. Oh, or? Eddie! Three days. <laughs> <laughs> Three days. And it wasn't even PJ. It was solo. Eddie B solo. That's it. On the ukulele. Was the That's ukulele? It? A lot of ukulele. That's really it? got her in the zone. She didn't need anything else. Oh my goodness! Is That's she what gonna, she needed. Is she gonna get the work done or not? How are you gonna get it through? Are you oh, wow. gonna do it or not? Oh wow! You gotta know what you need. You can't listen to that anymore. You're like every I three mean, days. You're like I can't. You gotta I get mean, this Margaret's baby been, out. Margaret's what? been in some vortexes with music. Van Morrison was really a big oh. one. One birth member. Lots live. of band live. Just live. You can't be a recorder. Yeah, I don't want any part of that recorded version shit. I mean, Van Morrison in a recording studio sometimes. Live. live. Yeah. He goes on some tangents. Oh. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> that shit is so priceless. Oh, it's good man. stuff. So, it's good okay, stuff. all right, we're gonna <laughs> wrap it tight. This it is up. a two hour interview tonight. It's been so awesome. Thank you for all of your. Well, How was insight. it for you? Now we're in the tail end. What you you're, you? He wants want to more. come back. Want he already more. wants you to want come more. back. He's like, I got more. You ladies, I got no, more. No, that's not true. I, I, what do you I just want to make about? sure that I'm representing because you. And rightfully so, you were very 
you know, vocational specific. I want to make sure that I represented my profession because I, I, someone who can be self-critical about themselves and self-critical mm-hmm. about what they do for a living uh-huh. is important. Yes. So I am self-critical. However, it's the greatest job in the world. I felt like I felt that from the first day I started. It's exactly what I was put on this earth to do, and I love what I do, and do I love. I, I see can't, it as an honor. Yes, like it's an honor yes. To, and every so. day I drive to work, I'm happy. I have a smile on my face, and I'm lucky to be able to say that because I, I, I genuinely love what I do, my life, my wife, all that stuff. I, I just. You love people. Yes. So you yes. love you love Hundreds, connecting with people. Good job in the world. Yes. Good job. So, good for, work out there. For... You're welcome. Thank you. Your insight is very valuable. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. What are and you... believing in yourself yeah. and caring yeah. so much? Yeah. Is there anything we want to tell everybody tonight? I, well, I thank you for having me. I've enjoyed it. Thanks thoroughly. for being here. Um, Thanks for being so vulnerable with us. This is been an, a great experience and I appreciate it. I knew it was going to be but it's, it's exceeded my expectations so thank coming, you. You gotta come back soon. I w- you made love the cut. Yeah. You made the cut. Well, Margaret. This, this one's obviously going to get a million hits so my next one will probably get at least two million. I would like to live. double. It's gonna, we're going to be live soon. Yeah. This. yeah. So you're, oh, we got We could come back to a lot. That's okay. a wrap. That's a wrap. Thank you. Hey, everyone. Drive safe.